What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 98 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts, Nick Theories, Philly Phil, and Mikey P. We have a special guest tonight, Paul Vital from... <laughs> he fucked up my name! <laughs> 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 Run it back. Run it back. I'm out of here. My bad, my bad. This is uh, why I was going to do that. It's all good. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and do that for us. Mikey P, start us off and pronounce his name. Hey, let's let's try this again, okay? Hold on. That's fucking crazy, man. Yo, that, no disrespect. <laughs> what? Oh, we, that's we thank hilarious. thank you for coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. No, oh, I mean, cut that up. Is that sour hour? Socials. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's sour. regular to me. Yeah, it's sour. Oh, my God. <laughs> let's get it rocking, dog. <laughs> At least it was close. I tried. Yeah, it could have been worse. <laughs> okay, guys. Okay. Hold on. Philly Phil. Check me out. Check me out real quick. Pause. <laughs> All right. There you go. I know. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is going to be a proper intro here. Tonight, we have a special guest. That was shade. <laughs> I literally that said was I was going to cover bro. the intro. I'm all good. I'm not worried about it. All we right. have a special guest tonight sitting next to me right here. The one and only Peter Vital, Sheffield Shuffler. Give it up for Sheffield Shuffler. My man. Thanks for having me, guys. All Happy right. To have you. Hey, how cool is this setup? Let's be real. You guys did a great job. Thanks, oh, I you. appreciate it, man. We're literally in Nick's house, believe it or not. This is an actual studio in Nick's house. Yeah, it's Bartle Studios. Okay, Bartle Studios. And ladies and gentlemen, I just want to tell you a little bit about Peter over here, okay? This is the director of betting and head of baseball at Playmaker. He is the host of Lost in the Shuffle and the Daily Diggers. And you can check our ticker right on the bottom of the screen. Go and follow him on Instagram at Sheffield Shuffler and on Twitter at Sheffield Shuff. All right. You definitely want to go check out his content. It's absolutely fire. Okay. And hilarious. So if you like funny shit, follow this man. Viral material every single time. Appreciate it. All right. Peter, want to tell us a little bit about yourself and where your nickname came from? Yeah. So I'm um, new to the New Jersey area. I just moved here last summer. It's like about a year ago. Me and my wife, you know, set roots up here, get a house, have a baby, do all that stuff. Um, born and raised in Chicago, um, Cubs fan, Bears fan. Um, I've adopted the Philly teams because you guys are so passionate. It's a great sports town. Um, I got the Sheffield Shuffler name because I used to live on the corner of Sheffield and Addison. It's about 60 yards away from Wrigley Field. And I've lived there for about four or five years. And, um, you know, I get tuned up real good. And I'd be walking home, you know, struggling. And there's my buddy sitting on the porch. to go, there he is, the Sheffield Shuffler. <laughs> shuffling home. And so I'm like, you know. I wanted to start this brand and I did that in like 2020. So I'm like, I want to use that name. Like, I love that name. I love what it stands for. And my whole brand is like debauchery and funny shit and sports and kind of incorporate that all together. So that's a little bit of a summation of how that came about. Are you a Gary Sheffield fan? Just curious, because that was the first thought for me. I was like, Gary Sheffield, man, I, same. I have his Yankees jersey. No joke. Yeah, there's um, I get a lot of that like on Twitter sometimes. They're like, "Are you Gary Sheffield?" I'm like, I don't know if you saw a picture of me, but uh, no, I'm not related to Gary Sheffield. <laughs> obvious reasons. Um, and yeah, Gary Sheffield's cool. He's probably got one of the most iconic uh, batting stances. Yeah, love it, man. In baseball, so yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today, and ladies and gentlemen, 
This episode, episode 98 of PI, is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players are signed up today using our promo code ICONIC. Receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Also, right now, we are live at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. I don't know what's taking you so long. If you haven't subscribed yet, go there, subscribe to our show, keep up with everything going on. You're not going to want to miss our football coverage this season. Last but not least, see this? What is it, guys? Fantastic fabric. fabric. Get yours today. The best <laughs> fucking fabric in the fucking game. Best fucking podcast in the game. And we're ready to rock and roll tonight, bro. So place your orders today. We got a special show for you tonight. Sheffield Shuffers in the house, baby. Let's yeah, get I got one roll, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his fresh. Got one. All right. He's got a he's got a black t-shirt. We got black and gray, short sleeve, long sleeve hoodies. We even have tanks for the summer. It's still hot, so go get your tank. And we have customizable mugs. You can get your name on it. They're white with our logo. Okay. Courtesy of IPP Pressworks, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Guys, are you ready to go? I've been ready. Okay. I've been ready Born. all day. Born. I got to start with something right in your wheelhouse, Peter. All right. The Philadelphia Phillies, with the exception of today, they've won 12 of the last 14 games. Yes. Where do you think they're going this year? Where do you think they're going? Um, uh, Not that far. In, a, uh, in the NL East. <laughs> hey, listen, I think I appreciate your honesty. I think they <laughs> are over. Um, They're doing more now than they have with Joe Girardi. They had the new manager come in. Everyone's like, well, it wasn't Girardi's fault. Clearly it was. They're playing better. The bullpen were one of the worst in the big leagues at the beginning of the season. One of the worst bullpens. You're like, oh, my God, they would come in and blow games. Over the last, like, two months, they've turned that around. One of the best bullpens um, putting up runs. I think they're averaging almost nine-point-something runs over the last three games aside from today. Um, they're, they're scoring a lot. They're exciting. Yesterday's game when I was there – one of the best games I've seen to watch like full. And I was with my wife, you know, you try to get a lady to watch a full baseball game. Yeah. It's tough. So I'm like, that was, thank you guys for doing so well that game because it was exciting. They were down, you know, one of the best pitchers, Sandy Alcantara. And then they come back and they're fighting and Schwarber on the base pass, like a run around with like his hair on fire, especially for a, a bigger guy. So I love the fight, the fight and fills. Um, but in a division like the NL East, it's going to be very hard, especially with the Braves are incredible and the Mets who are incredible so they're in another division I think it's a different story but in the NL East it's going to be really hard I got so, them uh, so I got them locking that, up a wild card yes so to combat that they are also missing Bryce Harper too yeah so that's a big piece out of their lineup so when he comes back I'm expecting them to even be even better sure you know what I mean especially with the leadership that he shows and the passion he brings to the team I'm, I'm expecting them to take a big, even bigger leap absolutely um also one of the, well, the, the things too is the young players on the team, Derek Hall and Bryson Stott. I really like Bryson Stott at shortstop, especially defensively. Too, you see that? Um, you see that? You saw that play last night? Yes. Defense, beautiful play. Defensively, up, uh, you know, that's a ball up the middle. Has no business being, you know, played. It makes a nice throw to first. Um, so very impressive. So even moving forward next season, those guys are coming up and going to make a big. Uh, I really like Derek Hall too. Yeah. To be too. honest, Me I too. mean he's big body he could boy. Hit. Yeah. yeah, he could hit. Yeah. So you gotta, I mean, you gotta wonder what they're gonna do with him when Bryce does come back. I was just because obviously say. you can't take Cassianos off out of the lineup. I mean, Kyle Schwarber's obviously not going anywhere. You got like five DHs on this team, right? literally five DHs. Mm -hmm. By the way, Bryson Stott was my rookie of the year pick. Might have been a little ambitious because Joe Girardi ruined the first uh, half of the year. Well, you know, if you looked at his, but um, he's on fire lately. 
if you looked at his uh, spring training, that's not all bad to say. He had an incredible spring training on fire, so I like that. I just said, you know what? Like, give him regular playing time. I said this from the get-go with these guys. Like, if you're going to have Stott and Boehm up there, they have to play every single day. Yeah. We know how to butcher prospects in Philly, FYI. Yeah. That's that's our thing. That's our special. The only and, thing, the only thing about Bowman, I know he's been hitting. His defense is very poor. It's gotten better though. It's poor. It's it's, it's really gotten bad. a little bit better. <laughs> it's really bad though, bro. Oh, I know. He's As the first baseman. He should more be a first baseman. More and the pressure builds on. It becomes a little bit more dicey. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of balls. Right. Yes. Him and uh, so. Castellanos is one of the worst judges of a fly ball I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, actually watching him take a route to a ball, its I never feel like it's a direct route. Although he did make a really nice catch. He did, that, he did. I which did. I was like, holy shit. You doubled know what I mean? him up at first, yeah. Yeah, when he doubled him up. That's the exact one I'm talking about. But just like watching him judge a ball in the outfield is like painful. That he's a professional and makes all that money. Yeah. So. But as long as we keep hitting like we are, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I They're agree. They're fun. I agree. Entertaining. Yes. I agree. Time will tell. That game yesterday that you just saw, they lose that game Every single time the last 10 years. Agreed. They won it yesterday. So maybe they're back to being the fighting. They almost did it today. Because good yeah. teams find a way to win. No matter how it looks, they find a way to win no matter what. No there matter who's on the field, they you find a way. That's a good team. Screaming, Nick. And well, the thing too, um, who got uh, I think it was was it bomb that got picked off at third? Or no, they they caught it short and they uh, doubled them up at third. It was a real close play. So then the guy at third was out. Then we had a guy on first, Schwarber's on first, and that base hit, he makes it from first to third. third. Those kind of plays where you put pressure on the defense and you make them make a play and you know, kind of hustling. That's the kind of stuff, like you said, it makes a difference. That's winning baseball. Yeah. That's right. momentum and manufacturing rungs by hustling. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's that's the that's the recipe to win in October as well. Absolute truth. Are you guys ready to move on to the NFL? Absolutely. Yeah. Philly Phil, change it up. We got some quick hitters first. All right, guys. They're usually not too quick for us, but if we, you know, ah, we pod. That's what yeah, we do. We exactly right. There. We have a good time. We, we, fucking we talk do. About we sports. do our thing, man. Absolutely. All right. First up, New England Patriot running back. And three-time Super Bowl champion James White announced his retirement today out of nowhere, okay? Nine years in the NFL, all with the Patriots. He is most remembered for. Do we want to play it right now? Should we play it? Yeah, let's play that clip, Philly oh, Phil. Cool. Go ahead, Phil. Look at this fucking clip, man. This the is this is memorable said, shit, bro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the one that, yeah. Memorable. We'll talk Toss about right it until he comes White. up, all right? And he's in. Brady has his fifth. The Patriots win the Super Bowl. That's fucking iconic, bro. 28-3, the impact that he had on that game is going to be like remembered forever in my head. Like That memory is just always going to stay with me because that was one of the best performances I've seen. I remember him as a fantasy monster. I mean, he had PPR. Like PPR. PPR. He, was a, he was a monster. Yeah. And he was so underrated. He was like the guy that never got drafted, and then somebody picked him up in week three and plugged him in in their flex, and you never heard from him again. He just got you steady 12 points a week. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the clip. Yeah, don't worry about it. We already gave him proper love here, man. Toss right to James, baby. He's in. He's in. Tom Brady gets his fifth. Patriots win the Super Bowl. That's exactly how I could see him jumping on the Super Bowl winning touchdown. Yeah. In overtime. He had a couple touchdowns in that game, though. And he had like 10 catches. He could have been arguably the MVP. But they always give it to the quarterback. You know what I mean? They always do. Especially coming back from 28 to 3, you're always going to give it to the quarterback. Yeah. So... It's a shame, but he definitely deserved it. You better believe it. Yeah. You good? Yeah. Go make some money off the field now. 
NFL, yeah, right. not for long. Yeah. Go get a sponsorship. Do a podcast. Stop by here. Come on, P&I. Talk to us. Facts. Right? Yeah. And it makes sense, too, right? With the, uh, you know, resurgence of Ramondre Stevenson, them having Damian Harris last year. You know, it makes sense for him. Like, he didn't, ha- he didn't fit anywhere. There was no fit for him. And were- at, at the later stage in, his, in, in your career, you don't want to go anywhere else. You got family here. You got kids. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to uproot your family. So I could see why the retirement. I would have loved to seen him go to Tampa Bay. I would have loved it, man. He could take over Gio Bernard's spot. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Well, they got a new guy down there who's supposed to take his role. Yeah, Rashad White. Rashad White. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna be another right. White. Yeah, another White. There, there you go. go. There, there, there you go. go. There. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's got some sleeper value in PPR. We'll see. But next up, all right, this is a big piece of news. We've been saying it here at P and I for weeks. The Browns. That's right. The Cleveland Browns will consider acquiring Jimmy Garoppolo if Deshaun Watson's Six-game suspension significantly increases. That is courtesy of Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com, and she's plugged in with the Browns. So when she says that, I believe it. Guys, what are your thoughts? What uh, do you think? Um, On Jimmy you, G going there? Do you think that they should make the move for Jimmy G? I mean, what other option do you have? You're going to have, what, Jacoby Brissett there? Are you trying to make a push? Are you kind of just we'll wait? You want to waste that kind of thing? I guess it kind of just depends what your game plan is for this season. Let me ask you a question. Does Jimmy G move the needle for them? Like in in, in, a, in a big, massive impact more, way? More than, playoff Jacoby, team? more than Jacoby Brissett, I would say yes. Right. But do you, does that make them a playoff team in your eyes? Uh, I don't know. Borderline? Maybe. Borderline? Who knows? I mean. It's so close because the AFC is loaded, man. Yeah. Yeah. So what we had been saying here is, you know what? If he gets at least eight games and above – why would you waste your season with the roster that they have? They have a Super Bowl roster there. They are loaded everywhere. So why waste the season when you can get Jimmy G? He's only, he's only on a one-year deal at this point. Yeah. And they have $48 million cash space. Well, Kareem Hunt's already trying to get out of yeah. get out of Dodge, right? Yeah. So now you got Nick Chubb, right? You got no other RB2 or 1B. Um, I don't know. Does it make sense? They like the kid, uh, the Ernest Johnson, though. Yes. I know that. They yeah, like I'm a fan a of him, too. That was good. Fan I was going to say, yeah. he, was, he did all right last year, too. Underrated. Yeah. Underrated. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with the Cleveland Browns. But it's interesting. At least they confirmed the interest. Like, we've been saying this. We've been pushing them. Go get Jimmy G. What about you, Paul? Go you get think? him. Uh, like, it does. But, I, I mean, like, for me with Jimmy G, I think it makes them a lot better. Obviously, better than Jacoby Brissett. But, you know, to me, there still is question marks. Like, I'm not I'm not going to sit there and act like that I think Kevin Stefanski's that guy because I don't know that. I mean, he had, he's been there for two years. He had one good year, one bad year. So, you know what I mean? You got to see it, and it's like, you know, I don't know. That division is tough. You have Lamar Jackson in there, and you have uh, Joe Burrow. So, you know, it's, a, it's, it's tough for them because, like I said, we were talking about it last week. If he comes in there and they make the playoffs and they win a game or two, you just caught him and go back to Deshaun Watson, who hasn't played in two years. So I don't like that's a tough situation for me. It is. That's a, that's it's very dicey too. Because if he takes him to the AFC Championship game, I'm not saying it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that's what, saying, that's exactly my point. Hypothetically speaking, if he does, do? what do you do with Deshaun Watson? Do you just cut bait with Jimmy G and say, "All right, well, we, we appreciate your services. Yeah, see you." <clears throat> or if that happens, you get trade value for him too. Yeah, right. In my eyes, you would. Yeah. But, I mean, I, does he make them significantly better playoff team? I'm going to say no. 
because the AFC is loaded. And like, I know they have a great running game and Amari Cooper, but like I said, there's been concerns with Amari Cooper playing outside, playing on the road. There are those concerns and they don't really have anybody after him. It's Donovan Peoples Jones. And I forget the other guy. Put it like this. I got a rookie. I was concerned with David Bell. Yeah, well, he was a third baseman for the Phillies. So I'm, not, I'm, not that, I'm not worried about David like, Bell. I knew somebody would say it. Yeah. But like, yes, I wasn't even high on the Browns with Deshaun Watson. Neither was I. So I was. I'm not really high on Jimmy G there either. So yeah. I, I just think Cleveland is Cleveland. What if I told you that Lamar Jackson only had 13 more points in fantasy than Jimmy Garoppolo? I would be mind blown. Because I'm because last season. every time I come up here, it's Lamar Jackson is, is this guy. That's what I hear. Lamar Jackson is him, right? What proof? He won MVPs, great. But you got to do it in the postseason as well. Mm -hmm. I want to see you sit in the pocket and deliver a fucking Super Bowl. You can't do that. You saw he he got exposed against Tennessee a couple years ago. And still to this day, he hasn't done shit. I give him a break from last season. Sure. The injury break. Injury was right. I I get it. I'm with you. That's what I would have said. 100% agree. The answer to your question, injury. Because they were, what, eight and one first seed before he got hurt. So that's a good stat, man. That's I mean, crazy. yeah, that's that's wild, actually. I did not know that. Because Jimmy G that. is not flashy. He's, he I just, say all the he time. sits in the pocket and does his job, but he's not running to the left and throwing it 70 yards that way. And people don't look for that. That's why all these flashy motherfuckers get paid. Yeah. They're not even they're not really shit. <laughs> they're not shit. Up. They're just getting paid because they're putting fans, they're putting fans in the fucking seats and yeah. selling out the crowd. Because they're doing behind-the-back passes and no-look throws. It's cute. Like it's Are you ready for this? Yeah. I got a stat for you. And I actually meant to share this last show, but we were getting so into it, okay? This is a compliment for Jimmy G. He was second in the NFL in yards per attempt last year. I know. Which is stunning to me. He was top 10 in every statistical stunning. category for quarterbacks. I mean, he had a hell of a rebound season. But he's like the 33rd best quarterback. It's because he's Italian. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's fact. It's the jawbone. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, moving on, guys. Jalen Rager made some interesting comments out of the Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver, first-round pick, notably taken right before Justin Jefferson. Jalen Rager literally said, and I quote, that he wants to be an Eagle for life now. This is great. Well, there's, what? There's Did, one way to do that. Are you kidding me? There's one way to do that. Retire. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, die tomorrow. <laughs> I was, I mean, I was gonna be a little bit more nicer. I was gonna say like the, the guys need a valet when they bring their cars. Up. I was like, I mean, because I know he's fast, so he could get from car to car for them. So that's what I would look. But for him to say that is just, it's right I, in line with Jalen Rieger. Yeah, we talk about being shot out here. That was the most shot thing that I've heard in a long time. Like. Like this guy literally gets crucified daily in Philadelphia. Yeah, I actually feel bad for him. I don't. Like, I don't. But then again, I mean, well, they put him in that spot. You know, the Eagles didn't take Justin Jefferson, right. but he should perform. If you are, a well, first you, round I agree with you. He should perform, especially when given the opportunity. Not mm-hmm. many, not many players get an opportunity in the NFL game. Mm-hmm. They're usually backups. But I, he's been given an opportunity and hasn't done anything. Here's so the problem, though. The thing was, is he was overdrafted to begin with. I don't know what Howie Roseman and them were doing drafting Tyreek Hill Jr. The dude was a punt returner at uh, I can't even think of school TCU maybe or something like that. It was. Was it TCU? Yeah, he was a punt returner. The Horn Frog. Like, and but he never returned punts for us. I know. So I just I never understood that pick. Put it this way: the Vikings were laughing when we drafted him because they were like, "Holy shit, Justin Jefferson fell to us." Yeah, like, that, that clip actually exists of their front That's office embarrassing. laughing. They were just coming off a national championship. Rick Spielman, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. This guy's done nothing lately. Yeah. Nothing. Okay, Godfarb. That's correct. There is a report out there 
saying that Denver does want Jalen Rager. Take him. And I got a team that he could actually maybe play on. The Chicago Bears. Yeah, well, when your wide receiver one is Darnell Mooney, anybody can play. Yeah. We can go play tight end. Over. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a reason for this, actually. It's a great segue. <laughs> Nikhil Harry, you hear the news today? Yeah. yeah Nikhil yeah. Harry is likely out for eight weeks with an injury. He's undergoing tightrope surgery on an ankle sprain. Did you guys ever hear of tightrope surgery? No. This is the first time I've ever, ever seen this well, in this an injury headline. This is the first headline. time ever. that a, team, a team's wide receiver got hurt and they got better. <laughs> that's true because he is he stinks yeah nobody was excited about getting you know when we yeah. like signed him and they're like oh we got to kill harry he got traded from a team that's wide receiver hungry yeah and and, and they traded him for a seventh round pick yeah, yeah. yeah so they got rid of him for nothing and he was a first round pick two years ago and they took he was taking over who he was taking over a big uh a, pro, a prominent guy i think from belichick yeah that's regular because belichick can't drink can't uh, wide receiver. it's I been a minute it i can't think of who it was it might have been dk was it that year? A lot of players got drafted ahead. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, but in fairness, he took Nikhil Harry. I mean, I, I guess which first rounder is worse, him or Jalen Rager? But either way, I actually think he could probably go and play over there. I don't know. He, he didn't exactly. He wasn't the perfect fit for the Philadelphia Eagles. So, I'm trying to cut him a little bit of slack here. He's not making a team though. I don't. I don't think. I think that he's either getting traded or cut. And he is having a good camp by all accounts. That's what they're saying. He's having rather, a good camp. Would you rather have him or Quez Watkins? Quest Watkins. Watkins. Yeah. 100%. And back to your point, doing something with his opportunities, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. The other thing is this. If Give you're keeping chance. him, you have to have six receivers, which they might do. I expect them to do that. And then otherwise, he's got to be able to play special teams. And right now, if I'm going to pick a guy that I know is lighting it up right now, it's Britton Covey, the undrafted free agent. And Debo Samuel. Yeah. Debo Samuel was taking four spots later. That's who it was. There That's what go. I was thinking of. Okay. So Britton Covey is turning heads. This is, the, this is a guy who might be able to even be a slot receiver. They love this kid. I think he's actually going to, <laughs> to win the job. I'd rather have Danny Watkins. Watkins. <laughs> Good for you. So That's the ultimate bust. These are comments coming in. These are comments yes, coming sir. from gotcha. Facebook and YouTube. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. my brother. Oh, okay. No, but that's cool. This is a sick setup. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. You're welcome here anytime. Yeah, by the absolutely, way. Yeah. man. So, next up, guys, we got our main segments. Philly Phil, give us a little change. We just got through our quick hitters quicker with the four of us than we I, do normally with the three of us. I, I don't it's understand it. it. That's psychotic. We're respecting our, our guest time. That's what we're doing. Oh, I got all the time. In the world. <laughs> I got time. Well, he wants to talk NFC. Time. You got yeah, time, time today. today. Yeah. He wants to talk NFC North, and that's coming right now, okay? Yeah, Me too. We, we, I got about this much time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you need a little help, man? <laughs> Appreciate you hooking us up, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. First time over here, he gives us drinks and everything. He's a fucking legend already. So, guys, I can't wait to talk about this. Hard Knocks, episode one. On HBO, the Detroit Lions. Thoughts and reactions. This is totally free form, guys. Amazing. I mean, I can start us off if you want. I've been waiting to throw out some quotes. Go I ahead. was earlier. <laughs> Go, ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Start us Wait, off. You know what? I'm going to ask you this. Who was the star of episode one? Because there's so many good personalities. Obviously, we love Dan Campbell here at this table. We've been saying that. I love Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is great, too. but like Dan Campbell for me is just the, the shit he does. And again, we were talking about this with Joe Judge on Monday, where like you can't fake it. When he talks and he commands the room and the huddle and things like that, you could just tell that he genuinely cares about his guys. Yeah. 
Like just like I, I just I was watching and that was my favorite episode of Hard Knocks I've ever watched. Agreed. And that's one of my favorite shows. And it was it was just unbelievable. You know what Monday is? Pads. <laughs> yeah, I know the screen. <laughs> yeah, what are we? Yeah, what are we? I'll be honest. My favorite part was him doing the up downs with the team. Me that too, was fucking fine. I want to do up downs in my bedroom because yeah, yeah, I was yeah, fucking yeah. inspired. <laughs> it was fucking eleven o'clock at night. And I was ready to rock. I wanted to run through a fucking wall. I wanted down. to. I wanted to be a Lions fan after that yeah. shit. <laughs> no disrespect over there. Yeah. I know you're a Bears guy, but I'm just saying. I know. I, I was like, damn, yo, I, I'm rooting for them this year, man. That's They're fucking awesome. cool to see. Yeah. Th this is probably the first time that I can remember where like the Lions to me are clearly better than the Bears in a long time. Would you agree with me, Peter? Uh, I, I mean, I'm not trying to rag on your team, okay? Bro, I could give a shit. I rag on it, <laughs> I rag on it more than you do. I really don't care. Um, uh, you can say, like, from maybe like a like a fantasy perspective, the Bears would make more sense. Jordan Montgomery owns that backfield, as opposed to in Detroit, where you got uh, Jamal Williams and uh, DeAndre Swift. Mm -hmm. So better, you know. I'm trying to look, you know, a little bit of <laughs> highlights here. Like, well, they're on the better, bright side. They're a better fantasy pick. So um, Chicago's got a better quarterback too. They I can have, promise you that. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't actually. I, don't know I, so. I would disagree. But I, really, I like Justin. I, I don't know. I'll say that. Fair oh enough. wait, that's yeah. fair enough. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because um, I mean, he's more accomplished. Went to a national championship. He's working. Went to a Super Bowl. Went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. He's working with shit. Right? right. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Justin Fields. Okay. Then he went to a national championship, and now he's with the Bears. Um, he's got the mobility, the kind of thing that brings like that star power from like the sure. quarterback position. Jared Goff, I don't think is exciting at all. He's, I mean, look what he was with the Rams. He had every opportunity to be great. Matt Stafford comes in year one and wins a Super Bowl. I mean, he didn't even know where the sun rose and set. I'll never forget that episode of Hard Knocks. It, I knew from that day he was a fucking <laughs> dummy. Weirdo, right? When yeah. Jeff Fisher was like, God damn it, son, you don't know where the yeah. fucking sun rises and sets. <laughs> I knew from that moment, I'm like, this guy stinks. Yeah. Well, here's, here's what I'll say about uh, Jared Goff. At least he went to a Super Bowl, right? Like, he he did what he was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. He did take him to the Super Bowl. So, that, I mean, that's an accomplishment in itself. My thing with Fields is I don't think he's getting a fair shake. I don't think they're actually giving him weapons around him, especially when they hired a defensive coach mm -hmm. as their head coach. That doesn't help the young kid at all. Like, who they had. They have Cole Komet. That's his best, like, receiver. And, and Darnell even, Mooney. And he's not even utilized. He's right. a big body. I like Cole Komet. Yeah, I'm very high on him. Man. They don't get him the ball enough. Yeah. I'm actually a Mooney they do fan, not. to be honest. I like Mooney, I think Mooney too. can play a little he bit. Can. I do. I just – he's a he, – He's a two or a three that's operating as a one right now. So 100%. when you're game planning, not not that you game plan for him, but when he's the primary guy that you're looking at, you know, that's that's where it can get slipped up for him. But like Justin Fields did show some signs last year. He has the mobility, he's athletic. It's just like Nick said, he's working with shit. And I don't know about and his coach. Like bottom hired, ten offensive line. You hire the defensive coach from the from the Colts. I don't get it. It's the GM weird, is a man. defensive guy. I think he played for the Bears, because actually. Look, you you know, drafted man, what's Fields. Who? Ryan Poles? Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Right. He came from the Chiefs, right? Uh, Ryan Poles? Um, possibly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he came from the so. Chiefs, but I think he was a defensive guy too. So it's like it's just I don't I just don't know I don't understand that higher. But the thing is, is you. this team is not the '85 Bears. This team right now has a guy they drafted to be their franchise quarterback. But we'll get to the Bears in a little bit. Okay, we'll get to the Bears. Um, shout out Kyle Pisecki. We see you out there. Chef up, in the Kyle? studio, he says. Nice. We got Kyle that? here tonight. Oh, yeah. Kyle of Playmaker. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Kyle and all the work that he does. He's awesome. He's a fucking Rats. legend, man. He is a legend. Thank you for joining us tonight, Kyle. And guys, now I got to take you to some quotes. Star of the show. I agree. I think it was Jamal Williams, episode one. Guys, 
We ran through your body like diarrhea. Drip, drip. You hear me, D? Drip, drip. <laughs> this guy said this. Shit He's amazing. And then he says, and then he says, if you go piss like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big yeah. dog eat. And he was crying. Mm -hmm. he we talk about crying. passion at this show. Yes. That guy is full of passion. I love him now. I love him. I was That's actually leader. laughing when he started crying because I'm like, yo, holy shit. Like, he really does care. But that's their leader. He that cares. is Dan Campbell. But here's the thing. You know how hard it is as grown men to do that in front of 50 other grown men or 80 of them at training camp? That is very difficult. It so is, my, I, I tip my cat to him. Oh, man, you know and I mean? he had like, the floor, man. He had he the did. floor. They they actually respected him. They, they looked him in the eyes, and they actually believed everything he said. Hold on. Can we shout out Aiden Hutchinson? Oh, that was <laughs> fucking awesome. That I can't fire. believe he did that. The whole team was rocking with him. Peter? I just oh I was gonna side note real quick. Go ahead, go Have ahead. you ever seen anybody cry in like a football locker room? Because when he was like, I'm so crying, man. Yeah. Brought me back to high school. There's a kid in the locker room. He was known he was doing like steroids. Linebacker, the guy with the neck roll, you know, you see them every oh, yeah. with the mule. Yeah, he's got the beer belly already and yeah. the jersey tucked up. Yeah. And like, this kid's fucking developed. Why is he looking at and he was sitting at his locker crying? And as like a little, like a junior, and he's like a senior, I'm like, why is he crying? And they're like, dude, he's, you know, he's all fucked up on steroids <laughs> and stuff. And he's sitting just like, ah! and then just, that's what it reminded me of. I was like, man, guys that cry like that, it's like, you got other stuff going on. <laughs> the last time I seen that was probably like T.O. That's my quarterback. Yeah. You guys remember that? That was the best. <laughs> that's my team. That's, that's my quarterback. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Talk about emotions, by the way. We, we say this all the time. We say control your emotions here on this show, which never happens on this side of the table. This, yeah. this is the emotional side. Yeah, I'm very emotional. So like they, I'm they, very emotions on the side. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Me very too, but I'm rational as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I can get, if I hear a song, I can start crying. Anytime, drop of a head. I can get very emotional. Music oh, well, yeah, you get me with the music. All right, I'm with yeah. you. There. It's a superpower. Being emotional is a good thing. It's a superpower. <laughs> it is. It's a good thing. You guys are going to like this. And I don't know if you remember this. It was very quick, but Deuce Staley was talking about emotions and like running in a circle around Aaron Glenn. By the way, like this staff, literally 80 seasons combined in the NFL. I love it. You got Dan Campbell, tight end, Deuce Staley, Super Bowl winner with the Steelers, oh. Eagles. Okay. Mark Brunel, mm -hmm. Hank Fraley, yeah. Eagle Center during the Super Bowl I was run. cracking up with seeing Hank Fraley I, I just on my screen. Up, like, every I single time. Dying. Every time one of these guys came on the screen, I'm like, oh, shit, I played with this guy at NFL Street. <laughs> Aaron Glenn, Kelvin Shepard, they all played in the league, man. I love their staff, and they're all full of passion. Yeah. But I do want to point out one thing, and we can move on after this if you guys are done with the Lions for now. But Deuce Staley and Aaron Glenn, listening to them talk and fuck around with each other, Yes. They are literally us, like, at this table. They're screaming at each other. They're P&I on the field. Yes. That's how they – like, literally, that's – I was listening to them like, oh, my God, they sound exactly like us. It was amazing. Did you, did you guys, like, have that takeaway? Because I did. I was yeah, just like – like, in the interview, they were talking, like, how much love they have for each other and respect. And then – but he said, in between the lines, I'm going to fuck you up. Right. That's how it should <laughs> be. That's how it should – you have a job. You got to get your players to perform. That's exactly how you got to do it. I said all the time, I love you. When I come to the table, I'm going to fuck you up. But you never do. <laughs> yeah, always. So that's the problem. So you know what I mean? You're, you're do it. I don't handle it. <laughs> I don't handle it. <laughs> yeah, so that was great, man. I mean, I miss Deuce. I know. I, I, I mean, look, I like Sirianni, but I was pushing for Deuce to get that head coach job. And, I mean, Nick and I, we used to be ball boys with yeah. the Eagles. He was there. He was back. Like, him and Doug Peterson intern at the same time was the best, man. Deuce is the best. Doug Peterson was the best. I yeah. love both of those guys. Mm -hmm.
treated us with respect too. No doubt. But Deuce Staley, yeah. So I thought he I thought he was going to get a chance in Philly. The players love him. Mm-hmm. I know they do. I was surprised. It, it is what it is. It. I guess he, he gained. I feel like he never had any traction to get that job. Oh, it was weird, man. Like the, the whole thing, how it ended, it was it was surprising. Yeah, it was. Little known, little known thing, I guess. Like it just really hadn't getting. It didn't get talked about enough. Mm-hmm. But you guys got anything to add with the Lions Hard Knocks episode one? No, I can't wait for episode two. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm looking forward to episode two. Uh, it was amazing, man. Like I wanted to run through the wall. It was like eleven thirty at night. I was watching, and I was fired up, man. I could barely sleep. I, I that that episode was fucking amazing. I started looking at older clips from like Hard Knocks, like two thousand two and stuff with Tony Siragusa, R.I.P. Goose, He was he was paying off kids to go bring him beers during uh, training camp. Do you guys remember? <laughs> no, that? no, no, I don't. The Ravens. Yeah, with yeah the Ravens, Ravens. He was paying. He was like, "Hey, buddy, hey, go, go give me some of this," and he would bring him beers to like his you know little dorm room or whatever. And I was just like, "Dude, that guy's a G." No <laughs> way. I do not remember that. Yeah. I mean, those Ravens teams were legendary. And even, um, do you guys remember when Carson Palmer and Jordan Palmer on the Cincinnati Bengals, and they came up with an app called like RunP.com, or it's like RunP. So it's like if you want to go to a movie and you've got to take a piss, it's like here at 43 minutes, go and take a piss. And you got like a minute 15, and then it gives you like a summarization of like what you missed. Developed, really? They developed an app. Yeah, I never talked, heard of that. How did that turn out? Hard not. That's yeah. is it still is it still like around? I, I haven't. I have not it, heard of that. I remember they were. I was watching the clips and I was like, I remember this. He's like, it's called Run P. Yeah, that's actually fucking genius yeah. because wow. when you go to movie theaters, right? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, when you go to movie theaters, they be giving you drinks that are like a fucking gallon, <laughs> and bro, yeah. you gotta go pee like at least halfway through. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, you get that like extra Running large pee, icy, funny. extra yeah. large icy, extra large. Nah, I get it. I get a fucking slapper. I get a fucking diet cherry coke, bro. That's <laughs> exactly time. what I get. It's fucking. This is like the first episode that we don't have a coke at the table. I know. Cut it back. <laughs> 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 All right, Philly Phil, change it up. Shout Moving out. on. Dude, I love all these sound effects, by the way. Awesome, man. Get you going, man. Phil's yeah. the fucking best. Dude. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Go. Shout out, Phil. Yeah, shout out, Philly. Phil, Phil behind the boards, hey, all right? Phil, but don't oh, pretend that I don't see that Pornhub icon up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we get real oh. fucking nasty up this motherfucker. We're freak bulls up here. Yeah, best believe. Yeah, feel free to throw in. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Damn, that's a powerful one. I warned you. I'm sure you want to come back here. I warned you. It's crazy. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh man. Hope he doesn't have a clap on. (laughs) (laughs) Redefining shot here at PI. And by the way, guys, before I actually announce what's going on next, please share the live stream if you haven't already. All right. Sheffield Shuffler from Playmaker is here. (laughs) Don't waste any time. Share this with everybody. Get in the room because this is the this is the meat and potatoes right here. It's fucking major. We're going most overrated team entering the regular season this year. And I have a feeling that we're going to have some debates. Who wants to start off? Because this is this is major, man. I'll start off. I mean, it, it seems like motherfuckers getting cold feet up here. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, the bottom line is my the, most, here, man. the most overrated fucking team is the Baltimore Ravens, bro. And that's the wow. That's a year, a curveball. Last year, they had a 19th ranked defense. This year, they ain't got shit at wide receiver. You got Middy's fucking Perriman or Prashad uh, <laughs> Bateman. You got Middy's Duvernay. And who else do you got? You got Mark Andrews. That's it. 
So what I would do again, like I said, I would double the tight end and say, go ahead, beat me. I'll, I'll, I'll play. I'll, I'll spy the quarterback and go ahead. You can run the football all you want. I got my linebacker spying your quarterback all day long. Don't matter. Wow. Or safety. Because you ain't going to need a safety because you ain't got no fucking deep threats on this team. Where wow. do you see? I, I did I, I not see that I don't coming see the production. from you. Last year, Rashad Bateman had 500 yards and Dever they had under 300. So to me, they don't scare me. They have 800 yards between their two top wide receivers. Correct. Thank you. So that's that's my most overrated team. Yeah, I'm with them, and I'm going to follow that up with the team I've been saying for a long time, the Green Bay Packers. Wow. <laughs> Shocker. Wow. I fucking Yo. called that shit. They are absolutely. Did I not say that to you? you what was it, Tuesday? I said, I guarantee he's going to say that. I called it earlier on FaceTime. I knew it. My first one was the Patriots. Um, but they don't, they're not really a Super Bowl threat. So I had to go with the Packers and I had to stay consistent. The Packers have the worst wide receiver core in the NFL. Um, I can't wait to talk about this. Shortly. I just, I just don't understand where the, the Super Bowl talk is coming from. I mean, he's had Devonte Adams for the last, what, four years and he hasn't sniffed the Super Bowl. So I just, again, I don't get it. And you leave them your best wide receivers are running back. Um, they're just, they're not that. And, uh, you know. They're just well, not. Well, not, nah, bro. They got Romeo Dubes. Yeah, I mean, he he could be all right. He didn't want me rock. to spoil that surprise, but I, it's coming. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna right. happen. Yeah, yeah, I'll save it for I'll save it for the NFC yeah. North talk. Right. Yeah, no, he's uh, you know, he's having uh, he's having a good camp from what they say, but it's Devonte Adams. Yeah, facts. And we're, you know, there's <laughs> there's a reason that there was a big film all over ESPN and Fox Sports One with Alan Lazard running across the middle with not a guy within thirty fucking yards of him, and him forcing the ball into double coverage to Devonte Adams. Um, I don't know if Ayahuasca changed them, but they're the most overrated team to me. Can I can go I ahead. add something on that? Go Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Devontae Adams last season accounts for almost 29% of the targets. That matched a career high 169 targets, which was tied for second most in the NFL. That was a career high with 123 catches and 1,553 yards. Who's going to make up for that? 31-year-old Randall Cobb. Alan no. Lazard. So now what? <laughs> Alan Lazard's your RB or your wide, wide receiver, receiver one. one. Good luck. Where yeah. are those targets going? I keep saying this. Robert Tunyon, how much can he do? Right. And so, my thing is too, is like, what is what does Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers struggle with? He struggles with coming from behind wins. Because he's game. always leading. That's the problem. I didn't say him leading against, in the fourth quarter. Not against, exactly. So that's a problem. Oh my God. So he's always leading in the fourth quarter. Except for the playoffs. Oh, I knew you were gonna go there, but that's well, okay. We're, we're talking about regular season him right and now. Tom Brady. Tom's Brady been in the uh, Tom Brady's been in the NFC for two years, and they both have the same and amount of wins against yeah. NFC teams. Because he's a fucking goat. That's why. You can't compare Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. No, I know that, but I'm just saying, like, something has to be made up from that. And we're talking over here about Romeo Dobbs, Sammy Watkins, and Alan Lazard to replace Alan, I mean, to replace Devontae Adams. Well, it's lunacy. Can you tell the audience what your reaction was when I first sent that text saying, look out for Romeo? So I, I laughed at it, <laughs> and then I looked on Twitter, and the, like, dude, a player? the guys, did, I, I actually thought he was trolling. And then I looked him up, I and ever? he's getting rave reviews left and right that he makes one big play a day, and that's fine until you make a big play in week one, and then you start getting zoned in on, a zoned in on. So it's just like you know they're they're going to struggle this year. You know what I lost respect for is when the San Francisco 49ers, a bunch of California warm weather playing boys, come into the fucking tundra in Green Bay 
you got the weather working for you. You got home field advantage, and you can't fucking capitalize. And you can say, "Ooh, special teams. He had a great game." Doesn't fucking matter. You got to get the job done, right? Get yeah, energy, baby. Facts. Every opportunity to do it. Facts. And Jimmy G threw for eighty passing yards that game, <laughs> and he still <laughs> lost. He's the truth, by the way. So I, I mean, look, yeah, I agree with both of you. So I've I'm been, with that. I've been saying, it, and especially with that game, like not for nothing, but I mean, they say, "Oh, special teams won it." Well. Aaron Rodgers scored seven points. Aaron right? Rodgers lost yeah. it. I guess. I mean, literally, I'm not going to disagree with you there, even though I'm higher on this team than than most. I'm not going to disagree with you. I actually don't think. I think a lot of people are high on them. I don't really see anybody talking about them the way Paul. I just does. saw Ross Tucker saying Vikings just like you. I saw Colin. Well, Cowher he hurt say me. It. It's a very winnable division. They did. Right? Absolutely. So, oh, Packers win the division again, like they've had for the last decade. But who fucking cares if you win the division? It's what you can do in the playoffs. And what he's uh-huh. done, not anything. Nothing. Agreed. I don't know. I'm starting to sense a little bit of bear hatred for this for this team. Nah, right he's now. just spitting facts. He's, he's right, he's though, by facts. the way. Yeah. He's actually correct. But, I mean, I wasn't sure how you were going to react tonight about the Packers. Oh, I no. was not sure. I'm, I'm a realistic person. Like, I'm, no, I'm you're not fair. one of those – homers like i got a little bit of bias on certain things and i can look for highlights and stuff but i'm realistic i think that's the most important thing when you're a fan mm-hmm. it's oh, like yeah. yo i'm gonna love my team just like you know i don't know your dog or like your wife or whatever yeah. it's just like yeah i mean like they're not the smartest but like, yeah. i love them yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. i'm not talking about my wife I'm talking about my dog yeah. i you know what i mean yeah yeah no doubt no doubt i just got that now yeah no i respect the hell out of that though because i mean we speak about authenticity here we just keep it real. Facts. Straight no chaser. Screaming. But, Peter, who's your most overrated team in the NFL going into the season? I have America's team, Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Oh! Wow. Okay, okay, so Dallas Cowboys. That's where I was going. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. You you take this. So I got you all got my it. notes here. They finished 12-5 and five last season, right? Number one scoring offense, averaging 30 points per game, all right? They're playing in the NFC least, probably the most least competitive division in football. They lost two O-linemen in free agency. They traded away a top wide receiver in Amari Cooper. Their schedule, Buccaneers, Bengals, Rams. Eagles are going to put up a bigger fight this season. Packers, Vikings, Colts. Tell me that those, they don't have a more chance of losing those than they do have winning them. And then a bunch of NFC East games that they'll probably win against the Commanders and whoever the fuck else, you know, the Giants. Don't sleep on Carson. Oh, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Their defense is ranked 18th in opponent yards per game. So middle of the pack to the bottom of the, you know, bottom, uh, you know, two thirds, whatever. 20th in opponent passing yards. The most undisciplined team in football. They average the most penalties in the NFL this season. We saw how their their season ended. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to slide. We don't have any timeouts left. Undisciplined. <laughs> Cowboys playing a shitty division. They're not going to do shit. Thank you so much. You are my hero. Because, so, I mean, this, I team, this team's you, not making the playoffs this year. I guarantee it. I will put my whole reputation on the line. They are not making the playoffs. So last show, we were talking about it, and the over-under win total for Dallas was 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. Where do you stand on that? Oh, well, with 17 games now, I mean, I, you could you could probably wrap. I mean, like I said, you're playing it. I bet the unders. I took the unders in AC. Under 10 and a half. So yes. you're looking at like nine wins. For yes. Dallas and, and the Dallas. Eagles were nine and a half, so it's telling mm-hmm. me Vegas is telling me that Dallas is the favorite to win the division. Mm-hmm. Whereas I see the Eagles win the division, so I bet the overs on nine and a half, and I bet the unders on Dallas. Who has a better defense right now? I actually like the Eagles' defense. I like I the Eagles' defense really way better. Yeah, say it with conviction. I don't think that's, way better. Exactly. I don't think that's close to be honest. Me either. Exactly. I mean, you have Diggs, but he let up like a thousand yards last year. Now he led them in picks because he was jumping the routes. Right. But he's not Asante Samuel. 
He gets that. burned regularly. That's what I'm saying. He just burned, got burned he get, by like get, a fourth stringer in practice. Yeah, exactly. he, had to, he had to deactivate his Twitter. He was getting bullied so oh, bad. So man. wouldn't you say that some of those statistics, like I said, number one scoring offense, those are a little bit um, misconstrued because they play in such a shitty division. Yes. Now look, and not for nothing, but they dropped 50 that inflated that number on the Eagles B team in the last game of the season. Seriously. Now they, they did wax us in the first one. And they pounced on the commanders last yes. year too. But the thing, is, for the thing is with Dallas this year, the reason they're favored is because they're giving the edge with the quarterback as opposed to Jalen Hurts, which you guys know I do like Dak. Dak is learn, better. We yeah. will learn a lot about him this year and a lot about CD because, like I said, he is going to be game planned on. Nobody's scared of Zeke anymore. You have Tony Pollard. Michael Gallup's not back. I mean, he hasn't even thrown a pass to his other wide receivers. I except like in practice. Land, I like his ceiling. Yeah, CD, CD's good. He's a good player. But, I mean – when Amari Cooper joined this team, that was when we saw Dak Prescott elevate. Also, Dak Prescott's played his best football when this team runs the ball religiously. They obviously don't identify themselves as a run-first football team, but even last year, in the beginning of the season, the first half of the season, before they started to fall apart a little bit, they were winning games when they ran the football. They're not going to do that. This is Dak's team. He's getting paid $40 million. They want to throw the football. This guy's over uh, 600 Pass attempts regularly. Okay, they're, they're tanking for Sean Payton. Like I, <laughs> I mean, great and also stats, by the way, yeah, I, I love that. Oh, thank you. Great stats. But I mean, Dak Prescott too. Like the same, the same thing can be said about the offensive line. Look at this guy with and without Tyron Smith, and tell me what you see. Look at him. The Mids. stats say it too. Mids. I don't even need to read it to you. Mids. Okay, I, I mean, he's not going to stay healthy. Zach Markin, uh, Markin, Markin, Zach yeah. Martin. Yeah, well, he deserves that because, honestly, he was overrated by PFF. They said he was a top-10 player last year, and everyone else that watched the games, they were like, oh, I don't know. Could this be it for him? Remember, Ayahuasca does not show up in drug tests in the NFL. I I guess, man. Whoever works for PFF might have some of that shit. I mean, I'm just saying, that guy was not a top-10 player in the league last year. So what I'm getting at here is Dak Prescott needs blocking. Period. Sure. I mean, and I'm not saying this guy hasn't gotten better since he's gotten in the league. Like, he he is better but, than when he first got but here. let's not pretend everybody needs blocking. No, but, like, this guy this guy had a perfect surrounding his entire career to this point, and this is the first time he's really getting tested. But the other time he's been tested was when those guys are out for injury, and he does not perform well. He does not. So now I'm skeptical for this team. I mean, if you're this – is, this is supposed to be their strength. They're supposed to score points, right? How, how are they going to do that this year? Zeke, Zeke's like a walking corpse. And I hate to even say it. He got it. crushed today and at practice, too, by the way, by uh, Bradley Chubb. He fucking smashed him. Really? Yeah, you got to you gotta check that clip out. And it's, it's funny, too, with me, like with Mike McCarthy, Chubb. I feel yeah. like he's literally, he's a fatter Jason Garrett. I think he's the same guy. I really do. I think he's a fatter Jason Garrett with his, and he got a Super Bowl ring with Rodgers. How he didn't get fired already is beyond me. Jerry Jones is over there, like. Well, he's a great dinner. Jerry's guy. asleep at the wheel, I guess. Like, literally, I hope he's there forever. I hope Jerry Jones lives forever. <laughs> I really do. He's got too much control on that team. He doesn't let the coach do his thing. He's a cat. Oh, like, that's the problem. You saw what happened. Jimmy Johnson out. Jerry Jones in. Yeah. What's happened since? How old are we? I'm 30. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't even been to a Do I need to play the David Akers clip from the draft? <laughs> the thing, the money keeps coming in, though. You know yeah. what I mean? That's because it's like a hundred. Oh, he's the master of that. Right. He's well, the master. it's like, you know, 
every you know you're a cowboys you've seen those guys yeah cowboys fan like, they normally have on like a, a pair of jordans jorts. that are too big jorts jorts and the white jersey with the blue on the top yes and, and they like, like the yankees and the lakers they're fans of the best yeah man. and like they're a high best. feed we call yes. them cockroaches yeah. here in south jersey philadelphia area yeah. cockroaches mm -hmm. so if you see one like get your <laughs> shoe ready <laughs> right <laughs> who's your overrated team i was going cowboys but i'm gonna say i'm gonna change it up a little bit and by the way I was not expecting what you said. I was going to let you have, you know, I'll, I'll say it now. We were talking about the Bengals a couple yeah. days ago. And I hate to say it, but everyone acts like like this team has got a clear shot to the Super Bowl again. Like they they had Thanks, a miracle run. I, I hate to say it. Like love is love. Yeah, I'll take one. But the, the Cincinnati Bengals, man, I, I'm so skeptical of their defense. I don't know. Thank you very much. Sheffield Shuff was in the building. He's baby. the man, man. This, this, yeah, you're Look welcome any fucking time, bro. Oh, you know what? Absolutely. Cheers to this. I mean, he says the Absolutely, Cowboys man. are the most cheers. overrated. I'll cheers to that. Cheers to that. Every day man. of the week. Love is love. Look, Godfarb <laughs> literally said he was ready to run through a wall. I got, got Godfarb's approval. I should have brought salad. Cheers. Now, the Cincinnati Bengals. <clears throat> okay. Ooh. Okay. That's hitting. Yeah, facts. All right. Cincinnati Bengals. I'm really worried about their defense, and I don't think they did enough to improve it. Um, Joe Burrow's missing time right now. I'm not worried about that. Obviously, I think the offense is phenomenal. You're but I'm worried about the defense over everything. The defense. How about the 17 sacks he took in a Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> well, the offensive, <laughs> right? Exactly. Right. Well, the one thing that yeah. actually, yeah. well, sacks. the thing that actually they they went out and did this offseason. I'll give them credit. Is they actually tried to improve the offensive line. Yeah. We'll see how it turns out. But that is still like you know until until you see it. It is a question mark, sure. but I do like what they did there this offseason, okay? Um, I'm just saying, I like, as I said, when we did the Q, uh, the team tiers, they're more of a playoff runner team. They have the potential to go deep, but remember how hard it is Me for the, the loser. Oh, my God. Pause. <laughs> remember the, how tough it is for the loser of the Super Bowl. It doesn't generally work out well and the next year. I mean, just ask the Eagles. Um, 2004, I just remember that every time. How much stock do you Eagles. put into that? What? The, the the play or the Super oh. Bowl hangover. You lose a Super well, Bowl. How much stock do you put into this? Zero. Here's here's how much. Ready for this? I think they're making the playoffs, and I already said this. The Bengals are going to make the playoffs, but the AFC is just loaded. There's just there's teams that I like better than them that are more all around it. And like you know, we're talking about all these elite offenses in the AFC. I mean, you got um, Baltimore, Cincinnati themselves, Buffalo, um, Kansas City. You got the Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders. These teams score points religiously. Like, I expect it'll be able to score points, but are they going to be able to stop you? Uh, I mean, not I don't nothing, know. They had a decent defensive run. The the Cincinnati Bengals offense is thirty five times better than the than the than the Chiefs. I didn't say that they and, weren't. And the by Raiders. the way, they are. They I mean, are. Burrow is arguably a top five quarterback going into the season. Yeah, but so. you heard what I said, though. I said that. Can they stop people? I know that they can score with the best of them. Can they stop anybody? No. Are they going to replicate what they did in the playoffs? Who's to say they can't? I, I didn't say that they can't either. I'm just saying, if I look around the rest of the AFC and I look at the defensive talent that's there, I just don't love their unit. There's a lot of lesser-known names. I understand that. But I don't I don't particularly love it. I, and they were very up and down last year. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Can the, can the Bengals outscore any team in the NFL? Absolutely. And that's their strength. And that's why they're going to be a playoff team. Because they're going to is, score a fuck ton of points. Because my thing is, is and like, I, by the way, they were a running football team last year. Let's not get it twisted. I expect them to throw the ball more this year. Now that Joe Burrow is comfortable and does have 
improved blocking. Those supposedly. games that they won were won on the second half backbone of their defense. I know. Shutting down teams. That's what I'm saying. But, like, I mean, they, Jamar Chase is cooking Eli we're Apple. We're talking about a whole season. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Let's not go there. Well, Eli Apple starts for them. So, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm saying, though, like, yeah, I was making a joke. Yeah. They, they needed to do a little bit more on the defensive end to keep well, up with these Well, did he play teams. that bad last year? I don't think so. No. I mean, he was getting cooked a little bit in the Super Bowl. But look who look who it was. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. And yeah, I mean, OBJ I'm, was OBJ. getting them a few times, too. He, but Cooper Cup cooked everybody. It doesn't yeah. even matter. So, Since you it, can't go by that. Cincinnati was ranked 19th in regards to opponent yards per game just above the Jaguars and the Giants. Yeah, see, like, that's not going to cut it for me. And, I I mean, I do think that they could build on their playoff success defensively. Like, this is the thing. is like, if I didn't have confidence in the team's ability, I wouldn't be saying they're a playoff team because there are so many good AFC teams. Sure. Like, I have the Raiders not getting in. I think that, I mean, they were a playoff team last year. This is Nick Theory's, like, I don't even want to, I don't want to steal this from you, but it's coming up. But this is like this is Nick's been saying this for the longest time. The Raiders are his team, and someone's got to miss out of the playoffs. Yeah. To me, then, like when I look at Bengals and Raiders, it's like this. Okay, well, even the Bengals defense is better than Raiders, and their offense is better than the Raiders. But the Raiders, like they're they're both two teams that are going to score a ton of points and suffer on the back end. Who's got a better? And by the pass way, really though. weak secondaries. Who's got a better pass rush? The Raiders yeah. actually do Max now. Crosby, although don't that's major. But Max don't, Crosby's next. And Chandler Jones. Yeah. But don't Come forget on, Trey Hendrickson. But the Raiders do have a better pass rush now. I'm just saying. I like I know. Crosby's story. You know, he, yeah. he was like an addict. Absolutely. And he do you remember the hard knocks when uh, he was on it and he broke his fucking arm? And he was like, It's a noodle. It's a noodle. And they wrapped it up and they gave him a cast. That's tough, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He loves the game. He don't want to be out there. He don't want to miss reps. He he loves the fucking game. That's who I want in my foxhole. Period in the fucking story. You sound like Dan Campbell. I love it. Nick Campbell. I love your energy. This has always been me, though. Nick no, Campbell. This has always been he me. He actually said the I Foxhole I think Dan Campbell's fucking adopting my shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe, Waller, man. Him and Darren Waller were yes. addicts together, yes. and they have that connection. Yes. And like That kind of stuff goes a lot deeper. A long way. Yeah. Yep. This the bond is, is special between them. Yes. Yeah, bro. You hit rock bottom together and now yes, you're on the bro. top. Right. Yes. Brothers. That matters. Are you guys ready to change it up to underrated teams? Yes. Yeah. Philly Phil, hook us up. All right. The NFL's most underrated team entering the regular season is who wants it? Sauce. Pause. I st- pause. Number three. I did three because I couldn't choose. Number three, I have the I have the Broncos. Number two. So pick your number one. My number one. Straight up. The Vikings. There you go. Of course. It's the Vikings. And here's the thing. I, the Bengals were number two, two, by the way. That's mine. Yeah. We're gonna oh, keep the going. Bengals were number two, by the way. Which is funny because you have them as they just Because they're they're getting way like like supreme love. That's all well, I'm saying. Well, here's the thing. I they mean, did. They like, were scoring all those points with a shitty offensive line, and they upgraded that offensive line and brought back the whole team. They're going to be they're gonna be legit. But I'm going with the Vikings because – I read this stat. If you take out the last two minutes of every half of the Vikings games this year, they would have been 15 and two. You can say that about everybody, though. Probably. I'm saying about the Vikings this time. Yeah. Because the Vikings are going to win the North. I guarantee it. Oh, he's getting a a jump on me. I'm with you, Bulls. I'm telling you. Wow. I'm telling you. Mike Zimmer hated Kirk Cousins. He was a defensive guy, and they got rid of him. Kevin O'Connell is coming from a Super Bowl winning team under Sean McVay, who knows offense. He will squeeze all the juice out of Kirk Cousins. Pause. Pause. Major pause. <laughs> but wow, they have a bomb squad offense. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, their defense isn't trash either. 
I'm not saying they're good, but I don't think oh, they're they trash. were they were awful last year, bro. They were 30th. They were the 30th ranked defense. So 32 would have been trash. 30th. They're is fucking right for me. they were fucking awful last they year. They will be fine and they're gonna win the North. I guarantee it. I, I mean, I'm cool with it because I think they're gonna be a playoff team. But remember, like they had been they had been scoring points like last year, top 12 in points, the year before, fourth in points. It hasn't mattered. They're going to score points, but is it again? It comes back to, you know, balance. I just don't know. Like, to unseat the Packers, I mean, that's saying something. They won 13 games three years in a row, all three under Matt LaFleur. Like, this this is being made out to be, like, it's not an easy task to beat this team. How about this? They lost and the and Aaron Rodgers, owns, Aaron Rodgers owns the NFC North, okay? I wasn't going to say this yet, but 56 and 21 and 1 against the NFC North. Yeah, but look at right. these plays. 109 and a half rating. The Vikings are one of this? those teams, bro. We get it. He Aaron, shreds them. Aaron Rodgers, great. We get it. You know, Kirk Cousins, all right? It's not a sexy guy. He's not sexy. But ranked number four QB rating last year. Number four. Year before that, ranked number five QB rating. Year before that, ranked number seven in QB rating. The year before that, ranked <laughs> Turn your mic up, bro. Turn it down. Hey, yo, hey, yo, Philly Phil, turn his fucking mic up because he's fucking potting right now. Dude, I'm telling you, he's not sexy, but look at his fucking stats. Like last year, four in QB rating. Year before that in 2020, five in QB rating. Year before that, seven in QB rating. Year before that, nine in QB rating. That's fucking consistency. And he's not sexy. And he plays on the Vikings. It doesn't fucking matter. You want to tell me you have a top 10 R R uh QB rated quarterback? Dude, that's that's Kirk Cousins. That's consistency. Granted, they have one of the worst defenses regarded um, in regards to opponent yards per play, uh, ranking 30th, like you mentioned. With a defensive mastermind. Right, but coach. when you play in the NFC North, does it really fucking matter when you're playing the Lions and you're playing the Bears? You can get away with that. Also, they were a top 10 passing yards per game team, 13th in points per game. This team... Top 13 in points per game. Vikings, oh, and then I have that stat stats. here. Ooh. And then the stat that you said, 15-2 and two last season if you take out the last two minutes of each half. So if you take out the last two minutes of each half, even if you do a half of that and you say, oh, 15-2, and two, there's still, you can see 13 wins, 14 wins, whatever it is. Close out, defense improves, offense, you know, closing out games, whatever it is. Also, they were the number one team to lose by one score or less. Nobody has lost by less than the Vikings. Does that make sense? Except for maybe what, the, the, the Lions. Maybe the Lions, too, though, by the way. The Lions do also the, I don't even do the stats like that. And I just no. turn his fucking mic up. Because that's, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. I, I can't well, listen, now I'm going to pull a page out of you, you guys' book. Because I know Kirk Cousins statistically is phenomenal. But why doesn't he win, then? And that's the thing. is like we talk about the last two minutes of the game, last two minutes of half, like it's nothing. Like, that's it, baby. That's how you win in this league. No, and Kirk, like it's nothing. And Kirk Cousins, I'm, I'm with you. And Kirk Cousins doesn't perform well in those moments. He's a 59. And I like Kirk Cousins. I don't. He's 59 and 59. But you got him in the division. Not that I don't like him because I'm not. I don't. I, yo, I said this all the time. Aaron Rodgers is over fucking rated. He is, bro. Period. The dude. Uh, that's wild disrespect. I can't call him overrated, bro. He's back to back MVP. That, hey, you can talk about his postseason all you want. That's what I'm talking player, about. That's what I'm talking but about. You're on ayahuasca yourself. No, if you no, say he was no. overrated, what makes all, him overrated? The dude doesn't win. He's he not still a got one winner. more bowl than Dan Marino, and he's in my top five. And he has the same as Trent Dilfer and Nick Foles. But are we going to really say that they're on the same stratosphere? Dude, when it matters, he doesn't fucking perform. Since I was a senior in high school. How many times do we have to go through this? 
Why does it not get held against him? Just tell me why. Why does his playoff oh, I think it downfall? Does. No, it doesn't because you're still saying he's the goat. It's I, unbelievable. Really? Not that he's the goat, but you're, you're still saying it he's the goat. You're getting sweaty. I am. I am because I'm it's fucking coming. You got nothing to say, and that's why you're going that way. Oh. But if you want to try and challenge me on that, tell me what he's accomplished. In the I last agree with years. you. Thank you. That's I have I need to been say. in agreement with you on that. He's accomplished Where nothing in twelve years. You. It's have just, you been here the last how many shows? I agree with you there. I've been agreeing with you. He so, should be winning more in exactly. the postseason. So that's why I say that when it comes to that, I'm I, with think you. I think he's overrated. I don't You're think you're not that, coming my throat. I'll come at your throat. But I don't <laughs> think oh. I don't think put up that, the board up. This is regular. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers performs when the matter when it matters most. And I have documented evidence for the last 12 years to prove that. But the thing is, where he does perform where it matters most is in the regular season where he wins a division every single year. That so, part, I can guarantee you he's going to So let me ask you a question. Would you rather win 10 division titles or two Super Bowls? I hear you, but we're talking about the Vikings winning the division or not. Yeah, and I think, and I think the Vikings are. I can't are. remember. How many division titles have they won recently? I'm not worried about recently. I'm not I worried about recently. List. Five years ago? He's dominated the regular season. That's I know, great. But, but that's why they're not going to win the division, the Vikings. They're not they're, going to. We'll see. We'll see. One of us is going to be right. They're going to score and more points. And it's going to be a long fucking January for you when the oh, Vikings win the game. I got them in the playoffs. Long day. Watch Guess what? Oh, I don't Don't care. forget this. Dalvin Cook's biggest fan. Ask anybody. I am the biggest Dalvin oh, Cook no, fan in the game. It's going to be a long day. Once the Vikings wrap up that division, I oh, can't wait they for do that it, day. Then God bless you. I can't wait for that Godspeed. day. Godspeed. I'm going to root for you. I've been you. saying it since July. It's August. So oh, and, and we mentioned those target shares. Devontae Adams, it's real easy to throw to one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Who's going Who's going to pick up for that slack, right? You got on team 31-year-old Randall Cobb? I don't think so. And then you got Alan Lazard. You're going to make him a wide receiver one? He had 40 okay. catches last year. Yeah. Right. You want to know what they did? And actually, this is, a, this is a credit to your boy, Jimmy. All right? The Packers literally... They see the way the 49ers win football games and how they advance in the playoffs, and that's what they're trying to be. We're going to beat you on the ground, and we're going to beat you defensively, and we're going to just tire you out. That's the path that they're going. Unfortunately, yes, they're going to have to rely on some underexperienced wide receivers, and that'll that'll be just fine to get them through the regular season. Hey, my thing is that. They, thing they're going to have a top-five defense. My thing is they're this. not going to score as many points. But you still got Aaron Rodgers. If what they did for the last twelve years wasn't successful, what makes this year perform at the 49ers level? What makes them? No, but that's why I'm saying it's the 49ers consistently advance in the. They consistently advance in the playoffs. They beat the Packers' ass last year. I agree, but why did you adopt that with Devontae Adams? If you had Devontae Adams and you you developed that, I don't know. I'm not in that front office with you. Devontae Adams wanted out, though. He wanted out, but there's a reason why he wanted out. Maybe. Yeah, because he has a poor leader leading his team. Yeah, whack job. Maybe, but that poor leader, that poor leader made him his bread too, you know. Sure. I, yeah, that's he did. True. That's fucking he true. Did. That is but true. I'm, I'm just saying though, like you see how the 49ers win football games and they literally beat them with an 82-yard passing performance from their quarterback. That's to, again, that's an indictment and on Aaron Rodgers. And it's maybe it's an indictment on the Packers too. Nah, just it's, Aaron it's on Aaron Rodgers, by the way. He should have won that game. That's and an embarrassment. Not, for nothing. not only did he lose go Devontae back to Adams, that, go back to that clip and he lost his offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Which also might be a little forgotten, but remember Matt Lafleur is an offensive guy, so I'm a little yeah. less I'm well, a little less worried about that. And Aaron Rodgers himself is like a coordinator. When he was the offensive coordinator, he was ranked 28th in the league. It well, got him the job, though. You well, know? Tell me this too: Isn't it easy to hate Aaron Rodgers? It is. Oh yeah. Because for me, he's it's a, just like I just fucking hate you. Like, well, <laughs> and I'm not gonna root. For, like, yeah, yeah, you like, see the yeah you're good, but. 
fucking hate you. Like, My, no. it's so easy to hate him. He's such like a, oh, I have long hair and I'm from California and I don't talk to my family. Uh, vaccine, not for me. Like, I date women. He's oh, just a I'm fucking weirdo. My thing I'm with, with him you on is, that. is like, my thing with him is, is again, to me, like, when you say you're great and you're talking about him as a top five ever and you're, oh, back to back MVP, what do you do when it matters? Mm -hmm. Pressure makes diamonds. When the pressure's on, he does not perform. I'm not scared of Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Yeah. And nobody at this table can say with a straight face that they are. Because there's no evidence of that. There's none since 2010. And we talked about it earlier. that You had the most opportune um, conditions. Snowy day in Green Bay when it mattered most. That's People yep. are afraid to go oh, there. I agree it's with like you it's on snowing. that. I agree it's with you. It's negative two in Green Bay. We got to go play Aaron Rodgers. That's your fucking... That's, Who were we just yeah. laughing about right before this show? Jimmy J. Yes. He's been to... <laughs> A Super Bowl more recently and more NFC Championship games in the last three years than Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Inexplicable. It, and he has the best wide receiver in the game or second, if you want to say Cooper Cup, like yeah. I did. And he's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Jimmy G is so, fighting for a fucking job. Fighting for his the job. key thing with Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, I mean, the stats look fine other than the win column. Oh, that's my and he buddy. Does not, he doesn't go out of win. Evan Davis. That's my buddy. What's up, Evan? Evan Davis is curious see to see how Adams will perform without Rodgers. And maybe vice versa. Bro, that Adam's guy play? was the one um, who I did like my start of my podcast with. Okay. So me and him Welcome. started it together and we would talk about basketball. He would do all the basketball stuff, football stuff. Yeah. He's what. So I'm Sheffield Shuffler and he was the Addison ass man. Oh, oh yeah. Man. So I live in the corner of Sheffield and Addison and That's I was dope. the Sheffield Shuffler walking back and we would just, you know, pull bitch. And this is when I was in a lot better shape and single, <laughs> but he was the Addison ass man. Evan. Thanks for watching, dude. Welcome yeah, thanks for yeah. tuning in, Evan. Welcome to the show. And, and Clap the cheeks. <laughs> and I appreciate him raising this point. Curious to see how Adams will perform without Rodgers. Rodgers makes the most average receiver look like a stud. Who's that? And that is what? But who's the average receiver that he looks like a stud? Devontae dude. Adams himself was a bust for two years, two and a half years. You can make Alan Lazard look pretty amazing. Alan Lazard looks, right? yeah, I mean. We're gonna see. Well done, Evan. Be He's done it his whole career. I mean, Jordy Nelson wasn't good for the first two years of his career. Oh my gosh! You know, Jordy see, my thing oh my is, I, I think people are really Greg underrating. Jennings became an All Pro, but people are really underrating the fact that you're losing the best wide receiver in the entire. Oh, NFL I know. Both things can be true, offense, Nick. And you didn't replace him with anything. I'm you're with counting you. on Alan Lazard, who had 40 catches last year, and Romeo Dubes, and who else? Oh, I'm Sammy Watkins. I'm with you, bro. I, I, I'm sorry, but that's not going to cut it for me, bro, because Sammy Watkins can't even stay healthy. But see, both of those things can be true, though. What you're saying is true. They should have gotten another receiver. I still think they should. And it's great that their rookie looks good in camp, but it is not the regular season. However, this is why the Packers are willing to move on with this group, because this is what Aaron Rodgers can do, be it in the regular season or whatever. This is what he does. Because he does make average receivers look like studs. If Alan Lazard was that guy, Devontae Adams getting a lot of attention, Alan Lazard should be having more than 40 catches. Right? Maybe he will. If you are that you're guy. You're getting locked in. If you're putting the Packers, what's your game plan around Devontae Adams? Right? right. But he does. Let's see what he does with a higher target share. He does trust the kid. I agree, though. He's not, he a, number no one. He's not a number one wide receiver. But the stats even show how effective he is in the red zone. Who knows? I mean, I'm just saying, he's not a number one receiver, though. No. no. Can he be a decent number two? I don't know. Let's see Maybe. what he does I mean, with a larger see, target we'll share. Like, that's the thing. It's like the thing with the Packers wide receivers is they're just question marks. They're question marks. We don't truly know if they're good or bad because there's too many question marks. That's why right they're now, overrated. on paper, though, on paper, though, I would have liked to see more. 
Sure. But that's not going to be their style, okay? They're going to run the football. They're going to run the hell out of football. Fuck, we're not even going to have to talk about NFC North. We already ex- beat it to the fucking... Anyway, um, they're going to run the hell out of football, all right? Their defense is going to be top five. I promise you that. Mark my words. The defense will be top five. The they're, they're great at every single level. They drafted two more pass rushers. They have a phenomenal defensive line. They have the best secondary in football. By the way, Romeo Dubes has beaten that secondary in practice. So, I mean, that's got to that's got to count for something. It's a fourth round rookie. That's an indictment beaten. on that defense. No, that, that, you're that secondary, <laughs> Jair Alexander's a shutdown, and Eric Stokes is very good. Getting burned by a fourth of a fourth round rookie. I'm just telling you that is the best secondary in football right now. They're four deep. They have two phenomenal. <laughs> Me too, safeties. but damn. Yeah, only five it's, other teams have um, less passing yards uh, against them. And and Jair Alexander was out pretty much the whole year last year. Mm-hmm. So this is the point I'm trying to raise there. It's going to look a little different for you. I understand your point though. Like they need to do it in the fucking postseason. Will this new formula do it? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine because I haven't seen them do it this way before. Are they going to embrace playoff football? I mean, you have to be able to run the ball in snowy Lambeau. I agree, and it was fucking embarrassing. If they're a run-first team with Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback, that tells me you don't touch Aaron Rodgers throwing to those wide receivers. I'm just telling you that that's how it's going to be set up. It's going to run a football a little bit more, and this guy is going to be as effective as always. Because, I mean, look, even even though, again, the playoffs, I get it. He does not. He has not won enough in the playoffs. He's got 11-10 and 10 record. But his rating, on average, 100. He's got a 2-1 to one ratio, um, pretty much – because he's safe. five and one, bro. Forty-five touchdowns, thirteen ints in the playoffs. This, and this is my point. This is all they talk about when no. Aaron Rodgers is the touchdown to interception ratio. Listen to me. I just said to you, he needs to win, though. That's what Tom Brady does, right? It, it's not about the fucking less. flash. He needs to less. win the exactly game. Right. He needs to go out and find a way to win the game, including last year. He needed to find a way to win that game. I'm in agreement with you, but I'm just saying it's not like he played poorly in these games. He just didn't do it when it mattered. That's playing poorly. In your book. Correct. You scored but, seven fucking points. Yeah, and 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 I agree with you. Exactly. And last year, though, last year, was the, last year was the first time in one, two, three, four, five, six postseasons. It's actually the, it's the second time in his entire postseason career that he didn't throw two touchdowns in a football game. That's a relevance that to me. I well, I know. I'm just telling you though. <laughs> this is the one time. Like this is a major, major outlier. Like last year, that was unacceptable. Will it get better? I can't answer that for you, but I'm just yeah, telling you, that's it's gonna look me. a little different. He's just so easy to hate. Uh, I know. I agree with you there. Yeah. I agree. I do enjoy watching him play though. All right. Well, are we getting into sleepers? Hold on. My oh, un- we didn't even my, finish my, underrated. My <laughs> underrated team is the Raiders, Sorry. as we talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, Derek ahead. Carr was fifth in the league last year and passing yards with 4,800. Now he gets Devontae Adams. He has Hunter Renfro. We performed at a Pro Bowl level last year, and he made the Pro Bowl as well. Uh, Darren Waller was out for six games. I'm thinking this team is fucking loaded. They got Josh McDaniels, who's an offensive mind in, 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 you know, at the helm. I really like what the Raiders did on the pass rush as well, especially in that division. You have to get over, you have to get after Mahomes, Herbert, and, um, who else is in there? Herbert Russell and, and Russell Wilson. That's right. You have to get after those players and create turnovers and score points. And that's exactly what I think the Raiders are going to do. I think they're going to surprise a lot of teams this year. 
They're not seriously. Even, my thing is, I'm serious. They're essentially being written off. Absolutely, the they are. And it's, everybody's talking. Everybody's talking about Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, but nobody's talking about the Raiders. They made great moves this offseason, and I'm very excited to watch them. I mean, Derek Carr led them to the playoffs with Hunter Renfro as his one. Yes, Darren Waller was cheeks last year, and he threw for 4,800 yards. His touchdowns were low. He had 23 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. But again, he didn't have much to work with. He had Zay he won Jones. the game. He had Zay Jones as a wide receiver too, and made the playoffs. I'm th- I'm, but they lost uh, Rich Basaccia. Uh, that could have messed with the mojo, but I really trust Josh McDaniels in his offensive mind, and I'm I'm looking forward to. I fucking I love I love I like the Raiders this year. I think Rich Basaccia should have kept his uh I, yeah, job, to be honest. I do too because Agreed. they rallied around them, but I also like Josh McDaniels as well. I I, I actually think he's going to have a second crack at it. I think people learn from their first mistakes. I think he's going to get better, and now he actually has a better team around him. I, he's not coaching Tim Tebow. He drafted him, though. He was forced to. <laughs> he was forced to. That's not that's not McDaniel's style. He was forced to draft him. But now he actually has a good quarterback, <clears throat> and he's got a great wide receiver core around him. He's not used to that in New England with, uh, he's with wide mids. receivers. That's yeah, he's point. dealing with mids. Now he's got lethal talent. I think he's going to put him in the best position, and I think the Raiders are going to be really slept on. And I think they're going to creep up with some teams this year. Absolutely. I mean, shit. They they won what ten games last year. And the Chandler Jones, check. the Chandler Jones acquisition was major as well. That, Bro, is that super, was major, super major. Yeah, that, that is one of the single most underrated moves of the entire offseason. Oh, I want him to be the on the birds. I don't understand why it's not being talked about. Honestly, I, because there's some there's some belief. Well, first of all, this guy's been under the radar his whole career. Yep. That's his whole career. True. Like this guy, literally, look at the sacks leaders. The last uh, what decade, and he's going to be at the top of the list. In fact, maybe the top of the list. Okay, elite pass rusher, and still is, and that's why he got paid. He's and you're pairing him with Max Crosby now. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, I mean, there's nothing to be said about Chandler Jones. He's going to get after the quarterback. That was a hell of a signing. I completely agree. And like that is the thing. Like if it's going to work out for the Raiders defensively, the pass rush has to hit home because that secondary is awful. Like major booty cheeks. Major, but as we've seen in the past, if you get pressure on the quarterback consistently, it can make they up will make mistakes, right. and then you create turnovers, and then they had the offense to capitalize off the opposing and, uh, turnovers, and, Nick, and I, that's why I really think the Raiders key really to the season for the Raiders is exactly what you just said, and that's actually the same thing with the Bengals. The same thing that if the pass rush hits home, it alleviates the concern on the back end of defense, and therefore giving up points. Yeah, so. That's the thing with the Raiders. At least you know they're going to have one of the best pass rushing duos in the entire league. I can guarantee that. And weirdly enough, I actually – I'm not saying I like Josh Jacobs in fantasy, but I like his position. I mean, he's on a contract year. He's trying – I know, Paul. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. He's doing doggy. Yeah, I'm doing balls. <laughs> anyway, I like I like his position in terms of getting paid. If he performs well this year and he's got a team around him – Josh Jacobs? Yes. He's got an opportunity to get paid. So I'm thinking he's going to play a little bit better and he's going to have to be forced to play better. Because and he it, wants to get paid. He Nick, sees contracts. There's a part of me that thinks that they're just trying to push him a little bit. Sure. That, why not? There's a part of me, but also there's another it. part of me knowing this guy's injury history where if you're playing him in the first preseason game, starting the first preseason game, that's a little worrisome. And they're not going to make a big deal. Fifth year option, too, right? Correct. Yes. Correct. They did not pick him. Right. That's fine. He I mean, just, so that's the thing. It's to prove it. It's to prove it. They're really asking him to prove it. I mean, Josh McDaniels kind of. 
He's a hardo. Because like I so said, I'm not surprised. Running backs, like I said in, in the last show, running backs are a diamond dozen. If you're not the top 10, you're replaceable. Mm -hmm. So Facts. for Josh Jacobs, he's seen as replaceable. But this is an opportunity for him to be surrounded by a loaded offense to have a big year and have an impact. And in theory, he should have a good year with, with his surroundings that he has. Look, I mean, I'm not I saying And drafting, I don't love their offensive line, I'm not but saying it's, draft it's improved top. a little bit top you know the first two rounds in fantasy that's not what i'm saying i think he's going to have a good impact on the team that's when that that's what i'm saying that's i think fair. he's gonna have that's a good fair year. so raiders top six in passing yards per game and they're adding Devontae adams yes Derek Carr was at 4800 dollars last year out a lot Waller yeah had a mini season right, yeah. for waller six games he he, he he yeah he was out Look, I said this like even with like uh, when we were talking about Rich Passaccia and I thought he should have retained his job. What that team went through last year and for Derek Carr and him to get that team to the playoffs and damn near beat the Bengals, it was impressive. It really was. That, like they're they are legitimately not even being talked about in the AFC West, and it's 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 wild. look the best well, wide we'll receiver we'll left Aaron Rodgers, who was back to back MVPs, to go play with Derek Carr. Mm. That's all I'm gonna say. We'll Fresno, leave it at that. Fresno boys. He yeah. definitely he definitely thinks he's something. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, he went, mean, his best friend. Hall, he went from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, I heard that yeah. before. But you know what's funny? If Derek Carr fucks around and wins the Super Bowl this uh, year, everybody's going to be saying, oh, is Derek Carr a fucking Hall of Fame quarterback? No. Why no, not? Pops can, will never say yeah, that. You can make the case. Soon. He made a fucking he, – he won a Super Bowl. You yeah. can make the case. No, too soon. But it could be – because he doesn't have It could be the start of something for him, though. It could be the start of that. But he's far from it right now. Now, my underrated, <laughs> my underrated team, guys, and I, I actually think you might know where I'm going with this. The Denver Broncos. <laughs> okay. The Denver Broncos. I actually not only think they're underrated, I think this team has legit Super Bowl potential if they well, one for one, I think they're gonna be a top five offense. I think there's a really good chance they're gonna be a top five offense. That's old. I, like I, I think there's a good chance. I, I can guarantee you they'll be top they 10. Lose? Didn't they just lose Tim, Tim Patrick? Patrick? Yes, that's a They big lost loss. Tim Patrick. Major loss. But here's the thing. They still have Cortland Sutton, who was not utilized enough last year. He just got paid, by the way. He got paid a lot. They have plans for this kid. All right? Maybe he's the next DK Metcalf or Russell Wilson. I don't know. Then you got, um, you got Jerry Judy on the other side, who hopefully he stays healthy himself. I mean, these guys all get hurt. Um, he's only but, got three touchdowns. I know. Yeah. But We're this is this is look at his quarterbacks. I know. Russell Wilson Fair. loves throwing to the wide receivers in the red zone. And his fantasy upside has gone up with Tim Patrick going tremendously. Great. And um KJ Hamler's a burner. I hope they don't go out and get Jalen Rager. I love Jalen. I hope I not. love but KJ Hamler. Hamler, I always liked him. But again, he was there too. Um Albert O at tight end. They keep talking about him like he's a freak. They also got a rookie over there that they like a lot. They talk but about this they talk about me in the same way, bro. The same breath. They, they talk about El Bro. I'm a freak too, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is the best offensive line that Russell Wilson has ever played for. I cannot even believe I'm saying that. This is the best offensive line that he's ever played with. That same coordinator you're talking about in, in Green Bay, Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel. Head coach of the Broncos. And what did he do with Aaron Rodgers the last two years? Back-to-back -back MVP. No big deal. Russell Wilson. Two years ago, when they actually were throwing the football, was putting up MVP numbers. They never, they never opened the offense up enough for Russell Wilson in Seattle. Very Russell Wilson, I think, is going to have a massive year, like, like possible MVP kind of year. 
I'm really high on this offense, if you can't tell. I can tell. I think this offense is loaded. And the defense is the part where this is this is their this was their strength last year. The defense was their strength. We said this all year long. They were a quarterback away. They had Teddy Bridgewater. They had Teddy Bridgewater and won seven games. Teddy gloves, dude. Any covers. Teddy, Teddy gloves. gloves. Yeah, he yeah. Covers a lot of spreads. <laughs> Seven so, games. They only gave up 322 points last saying, year. You're saying the Broncos have a better O-line than the uh, the Seahawks, right? Oh, yeah. But I think his Russell, whole thing of his career. But I think Russell Wilson is more successful when he's running around as opposed to just being in the pocket, making things happen. Kind of like almost like a street ball kind of thing. He's not going to be a big, you know, rushing threat. But I think he's making a lot of plays outside of the pocket when he's moving around. I don't know. Well, that is true, Peter, but here's the thing. This team, the way they're able to run the football, he is going to be extremely effective in play action. Mm-hmm. I, and, and by the way, this is one of the best deep ball throws in the entire NFL. So I, I just think they're going to they're gonna be very good. In fact, I actually think that that offense might be slept on. See, but the I, defense was already a strength, so I'm not worried about the defense. You're getting Bradley Chubb back. But I also think you got Patrick take, Sertain on the back end. I also think he's taking a step back in terms of wide receiver talent he's playing with. How much of a drop off, though? It's not, it, it can't, ball, I mean, I don't is, think it's a gigantic one. Is, is Cortland Sutton top 20 player right now? It's a top 20. I, NFL I wide think receiver. we're going to have to see. I don't know because he showed signs he could be that guy. He just didn't stay on the field. He's got great ability, Cortland Sutton. By the way, he's a buy in fantasy. 48. If you had receivers in it, fantasy last year, yeah. They didn't even use him last year. Yeah, it was right. an embarrassment. But well, they, mean, did, they did a couple games. Gloves. Go ahead. I can't get over this. Teddy Gloves. Teddy gloves. I, I actually think that this team can win the Super Bowl if things break right for them. Ooh. Like they're very talented. They're a very talented football team. He's been on that since the start. So no shade because he's been the same way I've been on the Vikings. He's been on the Broncos. Well, he has, they were a quarterback the away. He has to, bro, because he said Russell Wilson was the third best uh, oh, player I, in the NFL. That he was that was last offseason. Right. This tight end, right? Tight end. I think they they downgraded at tight end, right? Big was, Al. Yeah. Yeah. Big you Al. Like him, Alberto. I mean, I mean, oh, no, no, Mountain. They like him. Do I like him? I don't know. They have this rookie like that's a little more interesting. Pronounce. But like Russell Wilson, <laughs> yes, think about it. If this. I have to call you Albert O simply because it's not your nickname, but because I can't fucking pronounce your last name. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson historically doesn't go to tight ends anyway. So how much should I even care? Cap. Because who was that one? That was a uh, cap. What, are you going to talk about Gerald Everett for a sprinkle? No. Who was, <laughs> who was the guy two years ago that set it on fire and then he tore his ACL? Jacob Hollister? Uh, no, Will Disley. Will, Will Disley. Disley. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was popping off in Seattle. I mean, come on. going crazy yeah, was, a few so. years ago. Jake one year. Up. One year out of how many years in the league? This guy does cap. not care about tight ends. I don't you care. I you think you should care. Yeah, absolutely. It's a safety blanket. It is. Did it really matter for him, though? Like, it, it, this guy's been incredible his whole career. But it might matter, though. He's in a different I mean, conference. Well, yeah, there you go. Don't so now he's got well, he's over. got two that might be able to play. I forget the kid's name. They got a rookie tight end that they like a lot. They have a rookie tight end they like a lot. And I'm sorry, the name is is falling off my memory. Greg right Dulich. Yeah. Adam Beck. Yeah, Greg. Greg Dulich. Come on, cuz there's sticks and seeds. We ain't talking we about Greg Dulich yeah. up here. How do we know that? Greg about, bro. We ain't yeah. talking How about you Greg Dulich up here like he's a He was a high coming. draft pick. Yeah, we're not doing that it's here. It's not bro. a household name. We're not doing that. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Dulich? That's crazy, bro. We ain't talking about that. That's crazy. That's embarrassing. Okay, am I going to really 
Talk about the tight end being the reason why the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson won't saying, be good. I'm just saying, no, Come on. I'm saying a tight end is an important <laughs> position, bro. They got rid of Noah Fant for a reason, obviously. First of all, can't stay on the field. I like him, by the way. Who's their also, that's receiver? blocking, too. Blocking for your run game, too. Well, there you go. Noah end. Fant couldn't block for shit. Right. So there you go. He could catch that. I'll say that's this, an improvement. I'll catch. say this. If he stays on the field. I'll say this. I think Denver probably has the best one-two punch in the league alongside Green Bay. I really like Javante Williams. His upside is very high. And Melvin Gordon last year performs. When he's on the field, he fucking performs. He finds the end zone. I just can't explain it. You know what I mean? Like, even in fantasy, if you owned Melvin Gordon and you owned Javante Williams, you were successful. Period. Think about this team. They they won seven games with the team they had last year that literally – hold on. I'm trying to bring this up for you. Okay. They scored literally – Javante Williams, 18th. 335 points last year. If Jav- if Melvin Gordon didn't return, Javante Williams would be a top 10 They were back. 17 and 18, so you got two running backs in the top 18. Not bad. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even really use Javante Williams to the second half of the season, and he is a stud. Melvin, Melvin played I think well. he's a top 10 back now. And Melvin Gordon, I, I thought he'd be starting somewhere this year. Looks like he might have chose to go back. You know I mean, talk- it works out for both of them. It may not work out for fantasy, but it works out for the Denver Broncos. See, when we talk about Denver Broncos, we talk about Russell Wilson. But I actually, I I like the move that they made with Randy Gregory. Me too. I, I really it's major. I, I and you get because, Bradley Chubb back. Yes, because pass rush is very major, especially in that division. You have to get after the quarterback. They got corners too. Yeah, Patrick Sertan is locked down already in his second year. He's, he's a shutdown stuck. corner. Randy Gregory is going to start the season on the PUP list. Yeah. Is he? Yes. Okay. Well, but I think he's still having an impact. But we're we'll sorry. He's going to begin training camp. Yeah, like okay. we'll see because these guys get I'll thrown on the pup list regularly back. in yeah, training yeah. camp. But it, I mean, I, I'm not worried about it. It's it's still something. It's still something. So it's experience. Justin Simmons, one of the best safeties in the league. I mean, I'm just saying. They were very good defensively last year. They got a, they don't have a lot of household names either, by the way. <laughs> I love that term, dude. I know. I got but like and 322 points against too, last bro. year. Russell Wilson's be putting like like that's motivational right. shit. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. started a whole movie. Broncos, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if, if I'm a teammate and I see that, I'm like, bro, I don't even want to play with you. It's corny. Yeah. Let's ride. You want to ride me? What the fuck are yeah. you talking about? You know what, I mean? what the hell are we talking about? For real. Let's ride. What do you mean? Let's ride. Like, come on, bro. All right, family. We got we got two more. We're, we're gonna have to shorten this up a little bit. Sleepers and bus teams. And you could just. I mean, you don't have to go deep into explanation, Pauls. Again, but sleeper and bus teams. Give me one of each. Uh, I'm gonna say for a sleeper team, give me the Panthers. Of course. Uh, they and I a, literally wrote that down for you before the show. They have a great offense. Maybe. They do. They have a great offense. They'll be better. Yeah, Sam Darnold was 3-0 with them. If uh, CMC stays healthy, I mean, Baker Mayfield is worlds better than him. Um, and that's really that. I just, I do. I think they're a surprise team. Them and the Lions. So, that's where I'm at with them. Chef? Sleeper. Your Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. They signed oh. James Bradbury. He's on the opposite side of Darius Slay. Don't call me Darius, just Slay. Yeah, just two Slay. of the best uh DBs in the game. They finished the season six and two last year. They had a great learning experience when they got their dicks kicked in against the Buccaneers. I think you will <laughs> learn a lot when you get your ass kicked. Adding AJ Brown, huge. Now you got a wide receiver duo in Devontae Smith, and you got AJ Brown. Now on the defense, Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett, Hassan Reddick. We're all top 10 in pass rush win rate metric. 
whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> I know it's important, but you got a bunch of guys that are really good at that. So your pass rush looks really good. You need improved play from Jalen Hurts, especially in accuracy and arm strength. But I love to see the Eagles win that division. Yep. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I also, think- would you guys say that they had a great um, draft? And I mean, historically, Phenomenal. they'd not be that great. They got Nakobe Dean from Georgia. I, I mean, they had him. a great draft this season, right? My thing with, with, with Nakobe Dean is everybody calls him a sleeper. So how did he fall for three rounds with no other team, with 31 other teams passing up fake for that long? They're worried about that injury, which makes no sense. I don't understand, though. <clears throat> like the Eagles are the ones that had the right information about his injury, and 31 other teams did it. There's a reason why they passed up on him. I don't understand the reason. It, it's just weary to me, but I like the pick. Well, we could say the same thing about Justin Jefferson, too, sure. how he fell, right? Sure, absolutely. It's like maybe he didn't have the right information, whatever it is, but... But three rounds is pretty long enough to sure. be like, what the fuck? Like, what am sure. I missing here? Mm-hmm. I know. You know what I mean? That's my yeah. only gripe with that. But anyway, my sleeper and surprise team is the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I'm not a big Jameis fan, but when you got weapons like Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, who's going to be a fucking stud this year. He's a rookie out of Ohio State. I really like his upside. I think he's got the best wide receiver ceiling in the class. Uh, and, you, uh, and you also add Jarvis Landry and Honey Badger on defense. For leadership, I really like the Saints team. If they can get good play out of Jameis, possibly the you know thirty touchdown Jameis, not the thirty interceptions, but if they can get him to throw the ball deep, and you also have Alvin Kamara controlling the clock, this team could be really scary. I'm not kidding with you. If they can get their defense back to where it was, this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with. I'm I'm serious. I really like this. I mean, he was Saints. winning games last year before. That's he went what down. I'm saying. They got I mean, Jarvis Landry too. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely loaded. They're loaded all the way they around. Are fucking like, loaded. Man. Like so, it's it's literally going to come down to the coach and the quarterback. quarterback. It actually kind of feels like the Eagles. Yeah, I agree. Kind of feels the same. Yeah, they're a sleeper. Team. So we'll see. I I have to say this, guys, because unfortunately the Ravens are being slept on. I think they are the biggest sleeper in the NFL, and here's why. I mean, I, we already went through Lamar Jackson's record in the NFL, but last year, I already had said this earlier in the show. First seed. Through halfway through the season before he got hurt. And by the way, he got hurt in the pocket throwing the football. Okay. They were the most injured team last year. They literally had, by all accounts in the NFL, top five roster going into the season last year. The year before that, top five roster. You're getting J.K. Dobbins back. You're getting, um, what's his name? Jeez, Marcus Peters back. I mean, obviously the loss at wide receiver hurts a little bit, but you still got Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman. They like him a lot. All right. I think that this team is very good. Like, like this is a team where I want to see how it breaks for them um, during the regular season. I think Lamar was showing growth as a passer last year. And, I mean, we already know their ability to run the football. So, they're going to lean on the run. They're going to play smash mouth defense. They have a phenomenal secondary. I mean, Marlon Humphrey, no one talks about. This is probably a top five to ten corner. So, I mean, I, I think that the sky's the limit for this team. It, it, there are some variables there, like why they're not among the elite right now, and that being the question mark of wide receiver. Injury I, bug hit them the, last year. The injury bug Very was hard. insanity last year. But let's look at the depth, too. The depth, especially in the running back position, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. You got Mike Davis, the guy everybody picked up last season, Justice Hill. You got four running backs who are you can plug in pretty much anywhere. They learned um, their lesson. And my favorite future was the over on their wins. I think it was at nine and a half. Yeah, I took them. Give me ten easy. wins. Easy, ten and seventeen. Easy. I, I guarantee I love it. that one. 
and their offensive line. I mean, Ronnie Ronnie Stanley was out last year. Um, they draft Tyler Linderbaum at center, which was a phenomenal pick in the first round. Actually kind of surprised me at the time, but, I mean, that is exactly what they needed. So this is one of the best offensive lines in football. Um, who How else did the they defense, lose? too? No one talks about Patrick Queen being among the best linebackers in the league. They had Justin Houston for the pass rush. Calais Campbell. Um, Calais Campbell. In the he, might, he might retire, I heard, but we'll see. <clears throat> Chuck Clark is one of the best safeties in the league. No one knows about him. He might actually be on the trade block, but that's a whole different story. They signed Marcus Williams out from the Saints. I mean, they're just loaded, they, and they have a ton of depth. Like It seems yeah. like this team learned from last year. And then you get to draft Kyle Hamilton. Like That was like a luxury pick for them. And I you know Kyle Hamilton. I know nobody really cares about it, but you have the best kicker in the NFL. Justin Tucker. There you I go. know. I mean, I know you say, "Oh, it's a fucking kicker," but when you got to go out and kick a fifty-seven-yard field he goal, the one to push the whatever, yeah, that was like sixty-four yards. Yeah, I mean that that it comes in big when you're when you're getting close games. Look at Dallas. Look huge. at the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Their special teams always blow. Well, right. one thing that don't get talked about enough in the NFL the is, is the yeah. field position battle, Amazing and the Ravens are getting a touchback every of kickoff right there, and they can kick field goals from the furthest distance in the entire league. These are things that might matter in a close game. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like, yeah, I, I do want to see how Rashad Bateman looks at wide receiver. One. I gotta be honest. This is this is how I feel about the Ravens offense this year. This is Philly Phil posts this up. <laughs> oh, oh they are fucking hot garbage. And that's exactly how oh, you're I'm sleeping on them. That's exactly, <laughs> no, that's exactly how I'm going to be when I watch the Ravens offense. I'm going to be fucking sleeping because they're going to be so fucking boring and they're going to be very vanilla. Seriously, they are. Well, that kind of that kind of style tends to win, though, huh? I I only care about them winning. I don't think they're going to win. I just don't see. Well, it. we all had them as our as our first seed going. What we did our mid season predictions, and we you? had them going to the Super Bowl. Man, all I, three I of agree. us did. I agree. you did too. But they had Hollywood Brown. They don't have him anymore. Who do they have to replace? I hear you. Him? They I ain't just got said nothing. That. Rashad Bateman ain't going to cut it for me. Well, we don't know that. Tylen Wallace. Who the fuck is that? And who, and Devin Duvernay, miss me with that shit, bro. That ain't gonna fucking cut it. That ain't James Ross doesn't do it for you. Who? James Ross. <laughs> Come on, bro. This is what I'm talking about. If if you gotta have elite playmakers in the NFL, you got you gotta keep up scoring points. Well, they still do have Mark Andrews. Like that's a thing. That's cool. They bro. got Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman can play. That's awesome. But, I don't know if he can but, be a number one though. But their arch nemesis, the Bengals, have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, and they got uh, who's their tight end? Who's no? Who's on the one to the Jets? Who's their tight end? Probably somebody in Middies. No, they I got forget, they I got better they weapons than them, and I they've know. been there before more recently than the Ravens. At least they have Super Bowl experience. Lamar Jackson has none, and they got. I mean, thing. Joe Burrow's a better quarterback too. I'll give you that. Ravens are also up seventeen ten against the Titans. <laughs> Extend, extending their streak. You guys know their, their streak for the preseason games? Yes. Like 20. Yeah, 24 in a row, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Covering the spread. They're covering the spread right now. It's at three and a half. Oh, it, yeah. It's like on tonight. I didn't even say it. It's on right now. 17 10. What's so. the score to Giants and the Pats? I'll, I'll get you. Oh, oh, Joe Judge is going oh, to in the meantime. Team. I like it. Yeah. In the meantime, bus. And then we got to get out of here. Poor Sheffield. We're keeping them late. Oh, bus. I'm good, dude. This is fun. Contrary That's to, why we get stuck here, man. Contrary to you guys, my bus is the Saints. Wow. Well, to him. Yeah. That's no. fine. Good. I'll hear you out. I just, I'm not He's big him. on the Saints this year. I don't right. like Dennis Allen. Uh, when he was the coach of the Raiders, he went 4-12, and 4-12. and 12. Then he went 0-4, and, and he got fired. 
Um, Jameis Winston, I mean, look, he played okay last year. He played all right, but I just like they just don't do it for me. So my thing is this: you agree with me with the Raiders being a little bit slept on, but Josh Jacobs really failed as a head coach in Denver. But yet you feel the same thing about Dennis Allen. How come he can have another chance and succeed? Who? Dennis Allen. And he's been, he he's been a very good coordinator and in New Orleans. When he stepped in in Sean Payton's presence last year, he shut out Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. How many points? Brady's never. Bra- you don't shut out Tom Brady, bro. He shut out Tom Brady. But the difference is in now. Tampa. The difference is now, point. though, is now when he shuts out Tom Brady, he also has to worry about the offense and oversee everything. I don't know if Dennis Allen can do that. Some people are just better coordinators than they are head coaches. Fair enough. Fair and enough. That's, but, but I think the same thing about. But I think I people do get a second chance. But I also have echoed that same sentiment against Josh McDaniels. I just feel like with Josh Josh McDaniels has a legitimate quarterback. Sure. I don't put Jimmy G on the Saints, and they're an NFC East contender to get to the Super Bowl. Um, I maybe because I I really like their 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 team. I like. I think James is better. Sorry, that's insane. You see, I don't think James is better than Jimmy that's G. Insane. That's stupid to me because because James well, would never make stupid, a Super Bowl. That's all right. That's all right. No, no, I'm not saying I'm no, not saying stupid. I'm saying that's a, the I floor is yours. Stupid. I think that's dumb because James would never sniff a Super Bowl. At least Jimmy G been there. And he was one throw away from actually beating Patrick Mahomes, who's everybody. And that's a throw that James can make. <laughs> That no, throw that he got, missed. Everybody got intercepted. Maybe. Facts. But he he, but he either put the ball in the money or he's getting picked off. I don't know. But, but I'm just never, saying, he, 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 he can make in those throw. kind of games. So for me to say uh, Jameis Winston is better than Jamie G is ludicrous. Yeah, but you already know how I feel. I feel like I know, the, 49ers, the 49ers have surrounded him very well. So if Trey Lance, that's, that's doesn't, really, so if Trey Lance doesn't make the Super Bowl this year. Well, the, bro, he's not good. Come on. He's not making a Super Bowl this year. Well, why not? The team's ready. Jimmy G stinks. The team is stinks. Ready. I already just told you. I so think if you put James they, Winston on the 49ers this year. See, you're year, twisting my make, words. I already, no. You already know how I feel about Jimmy. I think that he should be going to the Browns to put them in playoff contention. If because James I Winston, think the ship doesn't sink when he goes over there. James I'm just Winston, saying he's not the type of passer that's going to elevate my team. He's going to keep the trains on the tracks. If and I've, already, Winston, I've been on record saying this forever. If James Winston is on the 49ers last year, they make the NFC Championship game and a Super Bowl. Probably not. Probably so not. He's, so he's not as I good as Jimmy that, G. I think that he can make better throats. But I, I mean, that's the so thing. Can Aaron Rodgers, but he can't win. There you go. So give me the winner, and you can have the guy that makes the pretty throws. How about I take neither? <laughs> Who makes less mistakes? I don't want either of them. That's the key. That's major. Well, Jameis last year, though, the Jameis we saw last year is the one that you want to see this year because he wasn't making mistakes last year. So that's the thing. Is like, he was also thrown for 130 yards a game. But well, that's, that's typical from Jimmy, Thomas, though. He's got Jarvis Landry, and he's got Olave. Olave is going to be a beast. Like, I do like Olave. I haven't – I haven't – like, unfortunately, yes, Jimmy has done more in his career so far. But I, I, I wonder, though, I wonder – we see what, what Jameis can do one year with good coaching. It's, it may not be there this year, but I'm just saying, like, we've seen – does this rub off on him again next year? That's some And cat. can he perform again last year? That's uh, The way he did last year. Didn't Jameis Winston – have go 30 and 30 with eight and eight with Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is very, very aggressive though. He Look is. at the quarterbacks he's he had. He, he, that's there's, yeah. there's very few guys that could play in that offense. Risk it. No, Kurt biscuit. Warner, Andrew Luck, Risk it, no Tom biscuit. Brady, yep, Carson absolutely. Palmer. He had very good quarterbacks, but they were perfect fits. Those guys, Jameis Winston, he proved not to be 30 interceptions, 30 touchdowns 30, though. That's what I'm saying. He was 30, 30, 30. touchdowns. So like you see some arm talent there. You see what this guy can do. Sean Payton cut down on the turnovers. I don't know what he's going to do this year with the Saints. 
We'll I'm say, just saying. I'm well, just look, not high on them. That's just me. Well, I'm not high on either. At least in at, particular, they're obviously confident enough where they didn't have to seek out another quarterback. And they paid him decent yeah, money. They paid him decent money. So I don't know what to say on that. Like that's the thing. It's like I just want to see some more. Okay, maybe I'm being a little unfair here. I'll give you that. But I would have going into this season, I would have rather had Jameis Winston at quarterback. I, I think I, he opens up the offense a little bit more. Yeah, to interceptions. That's also true. But they do have a very good defense, though. So, I mean, is there a trade-off? I, I, I think the Saints are being slept on. I'm surprised they're they're your uh, bus team. I'm not – I just – I don't – dude, Dennis Allen, man. I just – I don't – like, Sean Payton was that offense. You lost Drew Brees. You lost Sean Payton. Like, he's been there since 2005. I get it. I mean, and I mean, not for nothing. Outside of that one Super Bowl, has he really been that dude? But how loyal was Sean Payton if he was talking to the Miami Dolphins? You could say the same about Tom Brady. True. But players don't got to be loyal like that. Why do coaches? These days, they don't. People people bounce off teams to go get a big contract. Yeah. I mean, that's well, what I'm saying. Loyalty's out the window in these fucking days, bro. That's, that's all fair. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You saw Devontae Adams leave from Green Bay for, for the Well, Raiders, that's because his fucking – And he got the his money. Play, his quarterback keeps ah, – I'm going to retire in a year or two. Ain't no loyalty, bro. That's all I'm saying. All right. Sheffield Shuffler. Bust. This team is um, – time has come. The Buccaneers. Wow. Okay. Listen, Brady – Wow. He's in your house, brother. Listen. That's cool. Tom Brady <laughs> put his feet up on your furniture. <laughs> Yo, couch. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Tom Brady, gone for a week dealing with personal issues. Totally fine. Brady's gone for a week. Questionable. Mike Evans, hamstring issue. Chris Godwin coming back from a huge injury. Russell Gage, leg injury. Gronk, gone. Their cornerstone O-lineman, Ryan Jensen, done for at least multiple months with a knee injury. Tampa Bay ranked 26th in rushing yards per game last season. Can't run the ball. Ranked 15th in opponent yards per game. So middle of the pack, giving up yards. Even worse, 24th in opponent passing yards. So the people... Teams are passing on him. Injury bug seems to be hitting them a little bit like I've seen the Ravens last season. Tom Brady is 45 years old, guys, okay? I know he's the GOAT, but father time is undefeated. The ball, it's gonna. there's going to be a drop-off. It's going to come, and I think it's this season. He's 45 years old, and I love Tom Brady. He's the best to ever do it. But I think the Buccaneers this season are going to absolutely fail. Wow. They can't run the ball. What's a fail to you? Um, not this is going to keep us here another half hour. Huh? Oh, they're not making the playoffs. I don't, I don't know. Honestly, guys, Tom Brady is old and I love the guy, but listen, listen, everybody's, everybody's injured. Gronk is gone. The O-lineman, Ryan Jensen, your center, your cornerstone for your O-lineman is gone for at least a few months. Their defense, not that great. Teams are running all over them. They're 26 in rushing yards against them. 15th in opponent yards per game, 24th in passing yards. Dude, Look, I bro. just... Father time is <laughs> undefeated, and I love Tom Brady. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not a Tom Brady hater. I love Tom Brady. I'm from the Midwest. Max no, 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 I'm not going against him. Listen, Peter, is, but, here's my rebuttal. If you wanted to leave, <laughs> yeah. that's out the window now, bro. No, it's no, all good. It's all good. We're I gonna, appreciate the stats. I appreciate the knowledge. But, but do you, I have a rebuttal, though. Sure. Every report I have seen is Tom Brady's arm has gotten even better at age 45. I, this guy has no decline, cuz. He was in the MVP conversation at age 44. He ain't dropping off a bucket like that. Ain't no way. But Max Kellerman predicted this six years ago, and he I won three that. Super Bowls since. Of course. So 
I don't see the drop off. And well, God, Matt, went Matt Kellerman's on ayahuasca. God go did. Ahead. That's cool. Mike and Mike Evans always had it. <laughs> Mike Evans always had hamstring issues. Ryan Jensen, okay, he's a center. I get it. It's important piece. It's replaceable because Brady has dealt with worse in his career on the offensive front. For sure. He was throwing the ball to Ken Hopkins. The way to beat Tom Brady's with interior pressure, though. His he won numbers, the Super Bowl with I, Malcolm Mitchell. Do you know who Malcolm Mitchell is? He's not course. even in the league, cuz he hasn't been in the but league I'm in saying, five years. He's been in the league for two years and to, won a Super Bowl. If there him. is any way to attack Tom Brady, it is with interior pressure. And that center situation is is big. And yeah, remember, I by the way, remember where I that. stand. The Bucks are the best team in the NFC, I said. They are my second best team in the NFL right now. But Tom Brady. But that is also, a big. That injury Brady, is big. But Tom that's Brady's, a big injury. But Tom Brady's release is also the fastest in the league. So good luck getting to him. Well, he's very that's difficult a good point. to sack, and he's going so, to have to do that. And he's got weapons around him. Like I really like this team. I I think I I, I still think the Rams are better. I, I think do. The Bucks are better. I do think the Rams are better. I think the Bucks are slightly a, below them. But the Julio Jones thing, like now that I'm like you know watching you know more videos of camp. Julio Jones looks legit, man. There's there's a lot of reports out there that he looked that, that he's from 2019 uh, uh, Falcons. Julio Jones, yeah, for two games, he was fucking lethal. I'm just saying, if he's healthy, that's a, that's that's a major addition. So yeah, okay, I get it. Uh, Russell Gage got hurt. I don't know the severe if it's severe injury. Chris Godwin coming off an injury, he's done it before and he's and he's performed well. Mike uh, Mike Evans always had hamstring issues. He's always performed well, always had a thousand yards. So like I see where you're coming from, but like it's Tom Brady. The leadership is there and they've all been there before. The defense has leaders. I just don't see them dropping off like that. So what I'm saying is the Buccaneers expectations are up here. Yes. Right? And I yeah, think you're saying where, bust. You're I think say where they're going to finish is going to be down here. You know what I'm not losing, saying losing in divisional round. Possibly, yeah. I just think father time, injuries, the fact that they can't run the ball, I think is a big issue. Um, I just think their expectations and you know their their standard is very high, and I just don't think they're gonna meet that this season. And I know Tom, you know, but would you agree that there's gotta be a point where that play falls off? I will say this Tom Brady would never agree to come back to play football if he knew he couldn't physically do it. What is why is he gone for a week? It's a personal issue. Personal issue. Yeah. What is the personal issue? Maybe family. Somebody, you know, health concerns with somebody in the family. I don't sure. know. That's that's my understanding of it. I don't think it had anything to do with him per se, but I think it has something to do with his family. Okay. I think something has to be going on because he retired, right? Mm -hmm. Gone. I'm done. Not playing anymore. What happened three weeks later? He's playing with the kids and just like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Giselle's doing I feel this. All and like, that. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, I, I got to go I got to still play. I got to keep doing this. So um, whatever's going on with that, regardless, um, I just think they're not going to meet the expectations that everyone thinks for them. Um, and I know they got, who was the, the other tight end that they just got? Um, Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph, right? Um, to kind of replace Gronk. And they got a Cam Brate, who's from Naperville, where I'm from. Shout out um, Naperville High School. I like Cambridge. But um, I just, if I'm going to pick a team, I'm going to say they're not meeting expectations this year. And the expectations is Super Bowl or bust. Super high. Yeah. Super Bowl or bust. So that you're saying they're not making the Super Bowl. Correct. That's fair. That's cool. That's cool. He didn't say they're missing the hey, playoffs. He said, he said bust. That's they're, fine. That's the definition. That's fine. The Yeah. That's the, the Because right now, yeah, they look like a Super Bowl team. So if they don't get there. I think the leadership is still there. I think Brady's it's, it's Brady. Like I, I have no evidence of ever counting out Tom Brady. I've seen him take teams that shouldn't even sniff the playoffs and they made, they won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So I can never count them out. 
I see Tom Brady as one blindside hit away from ending his career. But I see that for every quarterback, too. I see it more prevalent with a 45-year-old man than I do with a young 26-year-old mobile quarterback. Maybe, but if I'm going off si uh, sports science, the pliability would, would, would lead me to believe he'll, he'll bounce back. He does have a great He said pliability. Yes, that's that's what he preaches. <laughs> I that's know. exactly what he talks about. I know. Right? That's, that's his regime. It works for him. Avocado toast. Avocado Shut ice up. cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can eat Dunkin that shit. That's fucking crazy, yeah. bro. Avocado toast. <laughs> Banks. Oh, facts. <laughs> Apparently, he does like an av avocado protein shake too. But that's that's a whole different story, guys. I mean, we could pot all night, but theories. Give me a quick, quick bust, okay. and I'm just gonna throw. Out Sorry, pause. Thank you. You know, you know, he's he's a freak. Well, thanks, clarify. Freak. Don't tell another man. Give who's you your boss? Yeah, and let's right? you and I yeah. will keep ours short. That's uncomfortable. I'm gonna say this. Maybe you'll agree with me. Titans and Patriots. And I don't understand their win totals. So. I have the Dallas Cowboys for oh, yeah. every single reason that we mentioned earlier on the show. And I'm for not bust, oh, yeah. you're saying? Yes. Okay, cool. Like, yeah. bust to win division. Because Vegas is having them win division. I don't see that. Yeah, exactly. So, to me, they're a and bust. Ten and a half is a, is a laugher. I mean, I think that's it's the easiest I think it's bet that I will make this offseason is under ten and a half. Absolutely. Um, Patriots, though, eight and a half there. I'm not sure how they get there. I, I did not like their offseason. And the Titans, the Titans were the number one seed in the AFC last year. They're they're at a nine and a half win total. Huh? I'll say this. You know the AFC. The AFC, the AFC is. But I'll say this about the Titans. Though. Just the saying. Titans can't really be a bust because their expectations aren't really that. High. I don't know, bro. Like like this this tells me different right here. Nine and a half. I feel really like different. they're the team that always they're the same with the Colts bad, and they right. somehow win. nine and a half but, each. But, but getting rid of AJ I like Brown, the Colts better. I'll go with getting, them yeah, over. Getting yeah, but getting rid of AJ Brown and replacing him with Traylon Burks. I, 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 that's, that's to me, it doesn't even make any sense. So for me, they the expectations dip down a bit for them. So I don't think people uh, actually have high expectations for the Tennessee Titans this year. I don't know, bro, but In we're looking opinion, at two playoff teams, two playoff teams that have playoff team type of win totals right there. I don't, I just don't see it. Well, nine, that's another, that's nine two more eight, right there. I'm taking the under. close with no cigar. I, I don't know if they can get there either, bro. Especially in the AFC. The AFC is loaded, bro. Like, I know. I think that's why. Wins. How the hell are they get nine wins? And I'm not even going to open their schedule because I'm telling you right now, that's going to be tough. Like realistically, there's going to be a team possibly this year that has 11 wins and goes 11 and six and misses the playoffs. Mm -hmm. It could very well happen. It's bro. probably going to happen. I had your your Raiders. That would be my team right there. And like, are they? Are the Patriots and Titans even on that level for me? Hell fucking no. I like the Raiders a lot better right now. Sure, absolutely. I, I mean, think, I like I the style they that they play, the, the Patriots and Titans, but it's just they did not do enough, and their offenses are probably going to be mediocre. I Well, I think the Patriots might have one of the worst offenses in the league. I just don't – I don't. Matt I don't, Patricia's I, the offensive coordinator. I don't believe what they did so, the for worst. Mac Jones because you didn't help Mac Jones out. He made the playoffs last year. You didn't get him a wide receiver when wide receivers were flying off the board in free agency. That was your perfect opportunity, man. Mm -hmm. Go get the kid some talent. Yeah, but you got – what's his name? Fucking Devontae Parker. Bro, he plays three games a year, dude. Like, he can't stay healthy. He's not consistent enough. He's not that guy to take the top off the defense. You, I was looking for them to upgrade at the position. They didn't do so. And they don't even have an offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. You have a young quarterback who made the playoffs, and you don't have an offensive coordinator. Can somebody please explain to me what the fuck is going on with that? Tennessee Titans ranked 25th in passing yards per game. So we know Derrick Henry. I mean, he's You're asking a workhorse. Of him. He's a workhorse for sure. But he went down last season, right? So he goes down this season. And you're ranked 25th in passing. What are we doing? And you lost that? AJ Brown. And you lost AJ Brown. 
So and your new guy has asthma. Hey, no hitting on asthma. Not laughing at asthma, but I'm just yeah. saying that's that's that right? doesn't bode well yeah. for a wide yeah. receiver that needs to be a burner. And their tight end is diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Well, guys, you hear that sound. You know what that means. We got to get the hell out of here. We're keeping this poor man here late. But we had so much fun tonight with Mr. Sheffield Shuffler himself, Peter Vitale. Thank you for joining oh, us. Man. Give a round of applause. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate Fucking it, man. Appreciate it. He outstanded the stat guy. I didn't even, I didn't even bring stats to this show. I mean, next time, look, thanks for giving me a break, bro. Thanks for giving me a break. Clap those cheeks. Oh, my balls. God. <laughs> For your sake, I hope the Bears don't trade Roquan Smith. Like, that's just asinine. It's going to happen. Top five linebacker. Top five. But Roquan. Real quick on Go that. Ahead. Go so ahead. they don't want to pay $20 million to a linebacker, that is right? A lot. Okay, so they don't want to do that. So what are you going to do then? Better get a so you got you got you better spend that money somewhere else. You say, oh, well, we don't want to pay twenty million for a, a, a linebacker. Fine, that's fine. Even though he finished top five in in solo tackles and, and whatever else, I had the sets up here earlier. But he's a, he's a great linebacker. So you don't want to spend it. So go spend that somewhere else. And if you don't do it, all you're telling me is you're being cheap and you don't want to do fucking shit. So that bothers me. It's like, all right, we don't want to spend it on a linebacker, but go and spend it somewhere else. That's all I'm saying. Fast scream, man. Welcome to the family, says Godfarve. Welcome to the family. You are welcome back here I, anytime, bro. Peter. Absolutely. Man. You that are the fucking fun. man. Thank you for joining us. And guys, go out and follow at Sheffield Shuffler on Instagram and at Sheffield Shuff on Twitter. All right. You're going to want to watch his shows, Lost in the Shuffle, Daily Dingers. Anything else you got to add? I know yeah. you've got a, I, you got a football show, too. Um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's on Thursdays, so we're we're kind of working on that with with Kyle and stuff like that. But if you yeah. like baseball betting stuff, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do that eleven o'clock. We do a lot of betting stuff, a lot of very statistical driven things. We do picks, and I'm not a capper, but I'm a regular dude, and I'm like, hey, this is what I got for the day. So if you're interested in that and statistics on why I want to do it. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Hey, you hit on the Phillies last night. I follow his TikTok, like, too. He's fucking hilarious. Oh, and his yeah, Instagram man. and all of his socials, he's fucking hilarious. His shit was he just featured on the NFL content, yesterday. content, funny. Two days ago. Knowledgeable. This guy's legit, man. And we appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, so this is, this is literally the longest show we've had since oh episode, like, two. five, six, maybe. <laughs> all right. Special edition. We, we had to, man. Thank you, Peter. And that episode... 98 featuring the Sheffield Shuffler was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players to sign up today using our promo code ICONIC. Receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Also, we were live tonight at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Don't forget to go over there and subscribe to our show. You don't want to miss out on our football preview starting next Tuesday. That's right. Next show is Tuesday, 8 p.m. If you missed it, we announced on this Tuesday that our show is now Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. And you will surely see that out on our social. Uh, last but not least, merch. Okay, fantastic fabric, black and gray t-shirts, short and long, hoodies, tanks. We have it here for you. We just sold out of our latest order. So we're going to be making another bulk order again. DM us for details on pricing, and we will get that over to you. Thank you so much, everybody. Nick Theories, take it away. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. It was an amazing show. Thank, shout out to Sheffield Shuffler for coming on PNI. He's more than welcome to come here anytime. Everybody go follow his socials um, and everything else and all of his podcasts. 
thank you again for coming on. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. This is man. the greatest setup, dude. Just so you guys know. Oh, we appreciate you guys do that, this whole man. setup. Yeah. You got cameras, lights. I mean, this backdrop. I mean, you guys do it right here. It's appreciate a real studio, it, man. man. I, it, I, it is. It's crazy. Click, click. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. You guys are a great studio. You guys do a great job. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Absolutely, bro. Appreciate You're welcome it, anytime, man. my man. But if, yeah, if you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, <laughs> follow us on all of our socials, such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next time at P&I, baby. That was great. That was a fucking <laughs> pod.